0: Hello people, welcome. You are now in tune to episode nine, the end of season review of from the D D Football Factory Podcast. Here with myself Double D, myself D
1: Man, myself FBJ,
0: myself Big Sam. Big Sam did his intro with no um, playing around. <laughs> he, means playing. <laughs> he, means, he means business <laughs> today. He's it, on so. it. And also, we have a special, special guest in the house joining us. Oh, this is a bit where
2: I say my name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, it's Stel, also known as Uncle Stel. But the good uncle, not the one that touches you. He's shamed. He's exploiting the fact he's making his debut on the podcast, which is parental advisory. I'm
3: I'm, I'm, I'm not
0: not the morning radio show, so this language is completely acceptable. (laughs) It's it's, it's Uncle Stel from Shoot the Defence, who's been a great... um, help to us as a podcast finally making an appearance. He'll be on the um, Footy on Top show real soon as well. But how how are you, Uncle? Are you good?
2: Yeah, I'm alright. I don't think I'm going to be invited on your show, given the, the intro to this one.
4: Oh, <laughs> it's been short and sweet. So. <laughs> a bit a bit like um,
0: Liverpool's uh, tenure at the top of the table yes, on the last day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, short and sweet. it
2: I feel like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is driving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he slipped one in already ouch ouch right so remember um, guys this is is anything you want to discuss um, that um, with us that we've mentioned on the podcast please use the hashtag dd footy pod and remember you can catch us in our weekly slot on the saturday morning on on top fm 95.5 fm in london and greater london from 10 a.m to midday with the footy on top show so and also big up um, mcconnell dumford and the radio football app what on there too and you can listen to any previous shows on podcasts on my SoundCloud which is at double so um Let's get to it. What we're, it. Gonna do, get it what we're going to do, team, what we're going to do, guys, um, listeners, is we're going to go through... Obviously, the Premier League finished on Sunday. We know that Man City, unfortunately for me, and Big Sam and FPJ are champions. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to go through the Premier League table from top to bottom, and we're going to give who we think, individually, who we think are the best players, who's been the best player from each Premier League team, and give the managers a grade out of 10 Right. and so, this is based on
4: Premiership alone yeah, yeah? Premiership
0: just on Premier League not like we've we'll mentioned stuff about the Cups but their, yeah. gre- their grade is not determined on right. um, the Cup competitions or just solely on the Premier League, so um, I'll <laughs> it was the man's idea, so I'll let him start with the champions, uh, Manchester City. Who do you think was Man City standout player this season, and what grade do you give your your uncle Pep Guardiola? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Out of my ten. godfather, my godfather. <laughs> nah.
4: So with Man City, I don't think you can look past Bernardo Silva for me he's been their standout player of the season arguably the standout player of the season yep. if it isn't the Pep but um, I think like I said from the, from the champion to, from the charity shield I said it will be him he's the first name on the team sheet and plus 10 others so and he's been consistent throughout the season he's popped up with important goals yep. important performances and I think Company came up with a, uh, a quote the other day about him being the future captain of Man City. He said he's half clown, so half captain, half leader. <laughs> yeah, you can
0: see he's good right. for like the videos of what and whatnot. And once
4: he becomes more leader than clown, it'll be the next captain of <laughs> Man City. But I think he's had an amazing season. I think he took a while to adapt to Man City when he first came. Yeah,
0: so Pep kind of eased him in, not like a in. substitute appearance. Yeah,
4: and but this season he has been that guy for me, and I think he's their standout player. Um, in terms of the ratings for Pep, if we're talking Premiership. Yeah. You have to give him a you have to give him a a nine and a half at least. <laughs> yeah. Because he's coming off the back of our centurion season. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we call it second season itis. So it's all sort of, the hardest thing is to retain your your title. And Liverpool pushed them all the way. Yeah. Yeah? And to come back from from a hundred point season to ninety eight, the only downside is you lost Arms because of Palace, bruv. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and you lost us this year to Newcastle. So <laughs> you can't, it's not a perfect season, but they equal the same amount of wins as last season scored a, sh- a shed load of goals to me this is a better season than last season so I'd have to give him at least a 9.5 yeah. at least a 9.5 I must say before the season started they played the charity short game and you did say now
0: Bernardo has settled it's going to be him and 10 others he's going to be one of the first names on the sheet and it's not just his skill level he's passing he's tenacious in there gets yep. his foot stuck in and can play multiple positions and unfortunately for Leroy Saleh, that that is why he's been seeing why? the bench so much That's <laughs> this season we've combined Bernardo Silva and Sterling as well but um, Uncle Stelios um, who is, what is your grade for Pep Guardiola out of 10 and who has been your um, who do you think has been Man City standout player this season?
2: I'm I'm going to give Guardiola a 10 10 yeah yeah the reason why I give him a 10 is not just because of what D-Man said in terms of retaining the title and, and the points and all that we've got to bear in mind this and I said this on TalkSport which I think you were on it as well yeah. um, Guardiola came to, to England with uh, an idea he had his own philosophy and he, the, he looked at the squad and he was like right I'm going to play with what I've got at the moment but I know which players I want to get rid of and he did that and in his second season he won the league at a canter he won it in when was it April <laughs> you know, it was, it was ridiculous. But the thing is, this season, he's never really had a challenge in the Premier League, has he? Mm. And it come Liverpool winning practically well, most, of the, most of their games. Yeah. Oh, at the top of the league in December, people were saying, oh, you know, Liverpool going to win it. You know, teams that have been at the top of that league uh, in December always go on to win it. All this boo ha ha, whatever.
3: Yeah.
2: And they're chasing and they're chasing. And they lost the games against Palace, they lost against Newcastle, and still chasing. But they kept going. They kept going, and they didn't burn out. He got injuries with De Bruyne getting injured. um, You know, a bit of uncertainty with some players. Are they going to be there next season? They got Fernandinho getting injured, which is a massive loss. But he, he made tactical changes, and he made big decisions. And they were getting the rubber of green. Don't get me wrong. The game against Liverpool, where was it, twenty-seven millimeters or something along the lines? Be... <laughs> eleven millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was eleven. Sorry, it was the Burnley game. <laughs> yeah, eleven millimeters. And but at the end of the day, man, like he he fought to for nail. And I've never seen him. You know, with Barcelona, okay, friend, I've had the challenge of Real Madrid, but they were winning it every season. At Bayern Munich, they were winning it every season. There was hardly any challenge. But yeah. this was a major challenge for him. And he overcame it. It's all about 14 straight wins here. It's a ridiculous to, Yeah, to
0: situation. close the season. That's amazing. That's
2: ridiculous. But... And do you know what? I'm, I agree. Bernardo Silva's been outstanding. Raheem Sterling has been fantastic. Yep. Aguero, immense. But for me, Zinchenko at left-back... Yeah, he's done done, done really well, I to think
4: he he almost left at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Now you know, he could have... Okay, Mendy was too busy partying, so (laughs) they they don't get on. They don't get on at all. So whether he trusts him or not is another question. But, you know, Fabian Delft doesn't trust him. So here you've got this kid. He's come in. They've won 22 straight games with him in the team.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: 22. No defeats. This is crazy. So I think he's been a revelation. I, obviously, the, the bigger names are going to get the mentions, but for him, who was almost out the door, um, uncertainty about his future, not his natural position—he's not a left back, yeah. you know. He's so there, I, I, for me, Zinchenko has been a standout player.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done really well. I'm going to go with uh, yeah, Bernardo Silva. I'll go with their player of the season, though. Like as you said, Zinchenko, Sterling even though he's not starting as many games as he would have liked. I think Leroy Sané has been good. fernandino has been his uh, usual self. Laporte's been really good. So so many players for them. It's been a proper team thing that they've done there. But I'm going to go with Bernardo Silva because there's been periods when Pep has rotated and it's killed people that play fantasy football and <laughs> whatnot they call it the fantasy wheel of fortune and Bernardo Silva's has nearly always been there every single game and um, so I'm going to go with him with their standout even though they've got numerous and I'm going to go yeah nine or nine and a half with Pep I'll, I'll go with nine but to yeah to bounce back as you said they lost to Newcastle and that was where I think Liverpool messed up because they drew with Leicester afterwards and actually we was still ahead at the time anyone that knows me knows that I basically conceded the league back then um, because of that draw which was because I wasn't expecting Newcastle to beat Man City I thought maybe a draw at best yeah. and um I think if we played the same day as them, it might have been better. But because we had the chance to sit, sit on that result, obviously they went right ahead. But yeah, to finish the season with 14 straight wins, I didn't think it was possible. Liverpool needed to do that in the 13 to 14 season. They got to 12, didn't they? And mm. then they got... Sorry, yeah, they got to... No, they got to 11. And then they got beat by Chelsea. And then obviously they drew oh, with yeah, Palace. So nice, to, at yeah. the business end of yeah, the season, yeah. to win 14 in a row... Um, it's huge and they've got clean sheets in important games against the Man Uniteds, the Leicesters and that. So, yeah, I'm going to go with a nine for Pep because, as you said, he had a proper challenge and he was able to withstand it. And obviously the quality of their squad and the depth of their squad has what's pulled them through because if you are told anyone at the start of the season that Brainerd was going to miss mm-hmm. as many games as that, you would have said that Man City are not going to win the league. So, yeah, they've done, they've done brilliantly.
1: FB Gibraltar, what do you say? Um for me, yeah, pretty much echo the same things of what you said, you guys have said with Bernardo Silva. Um I think he's been the one true constant in Manchester City, um, certainly from a from a Premier League perspective. And I guess overall their their general season, the biggest compliment I can, can say is that in a midfield where they've got so much talent, he's been the one constant, um, and the one who arguably is the heir apparent to step up and take mm. over from David Silva, yeah. which was for always sure. going to be a, a difficult task, but he's, he seems to have grasped that certainly this season and you hope that he'll probably continue next season. Wonderful footballer. Um, in terms of, of my rating for, for Pep, I'm going to be a bit odd here and and say (laughs) 9.75. What? I've I've got a 0.75 or something, but I'll say it at the time when it comes. Because I think a lot of what you guys have said um, in the fact that Man City actually had the title challenger and a large part of this season was they they were chasing. Um, Last year, they won at Akanta, which, you know... They created that situation for themselves and they mm. saw it through. But this year they actually had a challenger and it wasn't actually in Man City's hands from for the most part. Yeah. Um it was it was they were chasing and, and, and closed what seemed to be a handsome lead for for Liverpool. At one stage it was ten points. All right, there they're games in hand and what have you, but it was ten points. But you know, it's it's fight or flight. Mm. And they fought. Um I mean their last nineteen games they won eighteen of them. And the only blemish was Newcastle. Yeah. yeah, people can say X, Y, and Z. There, yeah, they got the talent, this, that, the other. But you still got to go and do it. Yeah. Um, and this fourteen-game winning streak the fact that they only conceded four goals as well. Usually, dominant teams, it's either good defence or good attack. They've They've shown they've done both. (laughs) Following what happened last year, where top goal scorers, best defence, they pretty much, if it wasn't for the goal they conceded against Brighton on Sunday, they would have had a share of the best defence this year. They scored 95 goals. It's just... Just records Falling, tumbling So mm. The fact that they've done all this With a title challenger um, Nipping at their their, their their heels And really trying to Ask them the question It's It's, it's, it's Remarkable So yeah 9.75 Would have been more If they had, had topped 100 points But yeah Outstanding season <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Super You don't
4: ask for much,
1: do you? <laughs> <laughs> I want perfection, damn it.
0: I want perfection. Perfect 10. No, <laughs> Mr. No, hashtag no Ty, Lill- Ty Dillinger. Okay. Uh, it's Mr. Dillinger. Mr. Super Bowl, big son. Uh,
5: well, what I'll do, I'll start with the player first. And for me, don't get me wrong, I think Bernardo Silva has been fantastic. In fact, probably my favourite performance by a player this season, probably Bernardo Silva against us. And I get I I thought he was phenomenal when he was playing on the pitch. Um, at the Etihad I thought was fantastic. I didn't know he could play like that, and he did, and he's really surprised me. But I've gone for Raheem mainly because I've, I'm just surprised at how how well he's developed, um, considering where he's come from. Liverpool, when he would get in those positions, couldn't couldn't end product was poor, uh, couldn't finish, and gone to City. First season, eh, Peps come along, and he's just molded him into some a totally different player. Uh, almost, and D man, you may argue with me on this point, but I almost think he's just as dangerous as Aguero, or he could be. Maybe could be. Could be. Aguero's a gunman, bro. Yeah. He's <laughs> a gunman. He's a gunman. <laughs>
3: but
5: <laughs> what I've seen from Raheem is like a dramatic, like improvement from from Liverpool to City under pep and i think all the awards that well he's won the football writers award which is well deserved and he could have easily won the fpa um award as well um he won young players he won young players uh, didn't he so he qualified for that he won it um but yeah i'm going for him i think it's just continued to, to surprise me manager with regards to pep um i'm gonna give pep a nine uh when Pep first came to the Prem, I I've said this on numerous occasions that, like a player, he was a player himself. He had to adapt to the league, the how the league worked, the, the 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 time frame. You know, there's no winter break like there was in Spain, so he had to get used to that and just just get a general understanding of how things work and the players he with the players he had as it, at his disposal. Um, it was all he was always going to win the league, not in the first season, but in the second season, got used to it understood what he needed to do, won the league. This season, however, I think he's just proved that he's one of the top managers in the world, if not the best manager in the world. And the only reason why I haven't given him maybe a 0.5 or even a 10 is the 100 points and also Champions League. Again, he failed at the last hurdle. And we like corporate basis on premiership. This like, is just... This is
4: why I specified Stop! Okay. So change your okay. yeah. Yeah. So change your rating. Okay. No, no, no,
5: That's I'll stick with a 9. I'll stick with a 9. I'll stick with a 9. You're going to change your reasoning though. But I did mention 100 points. I did mention 100 points. of
0: yeah, you could me dinner, but why the man? Why ain't the big man? So, I'll
5: give him a 9. i will give him a 9.25. Wow.
4: Okay. All right. We're getting there.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, what?
0: Now, still. What do you think before we move on to the runners-up, Liverpool? What do you think was the standout? Like, what was the key result this season for from Man City?
2: Oh, beating Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think were they seven points behind at the time. Yeah, seven points. Yeah. Seven points. So they lost that. it would have been ten points. Um, that was a, a, a key. Uh, Moment of the season. Obviously, a lot happened during that game, as, as we mentioned before, the, the goal line clearance well, yeah. and all that. But I think that was a game that, that turned their season around because they, they had to win.
3: Yeah,
2: Test of character. It was, a, it was a test of their mentality. And, and a test for Guardiola because, let's be honest, his record against Klopp wasn't great. It stinks, his record against Klopp uh, <laughs> wasn't great. His, his record at Klopp, against Klopp. But Liverpool against Liverpool wasn't great. So this was a big result. And don't forget... There was that Morris penalty miss earlier on in yeah, the
0: season. I'm sure, yeah, I'm so, Yeah, so...
2: Yeah, I th- that that game at the Etihad definitely, definitely was a... was a catalyst for, for City's season. Yeah.
0: Do, do we all agree that that was a key... Yes. That was yeah. the key
4: result? That, I think yeah. that was a key result. And to me, John Stones... Won
3: in
4: the Premier League, with yeah? that clearance. Won in the Premier League. When 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 that, when something like that happens, that you, that know, you know, be, you yeah, know, you yeah. know, you can look to that. But also the fact that Leroy Sane scored the winner, yeah, yeah. At, Eti- at the Etihad yeah. because. He had Van Dyke on at Anfield and should have been rewarded with a 1-0 victory. So for him to settle it, I think that was karma. And for Raheem to get the assist as well. Yeah? Had the Liverpool fans boo him as well. That's karma. Yeah. That that game, that game has so much in it, yeah. That I think by that key moment, John Stone's clearing off that line, I think that That, was probably the most pivotal moment of the season. I think they actually were set up better at Anfield than they were in the game at the Etihad. I thought... Well, yeah, they had, to win, they had to win that game it, at, at... Yeah, at, absolutely. At, They're at, going to be at, a bit
0: more expansive, yeah. obviously, um, in the game at the Etihad. But I just thought Liverpool, like... Because in the first place, obviously, Stone's clearing it off the line. But in the first place, money. If you're a gunman, you'll score yeah, a goal. Sure. Like, mean, you've gotta put the ball yeah, in the yeah, goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's you you get what I'm saying? You should have put it in the first. If then, I think Liverpool at
4: least get a draw. Oh, right? and, and, and company not being here. sent off.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah, mention yeah, yeah. that a company should have been sent off yeah, for the challenge on Salah. Yeah. And then what, what did he go? Did he call him a pussy when yeah, he was yeah, on the floor? Yeah, yeah, i was yeah. thinking yeah. the cheek. You've taken him up. To be fair, he's got a point.
4: He's got a point. Salah's a known diver anyway. Yeah, he is a pussy.
2: behave yourself. That that game reminded me. Sorry, the man. That game reminded me of um. United beat I knew he was gonna say that. I <laughs> knew
4: he was gonna say that. <laughs> I thought
2: we forgot about that. <laughs> me,
4: that's one of the most. That's one of the lowest points of my Newcastle career. To what is That and the four three at Anfield. The Ooh. two games yeah. that, that all in one season. Was
0: four 3s right. I never not Sky back in them four three days. I was just on the radio. I was rush. jumping around like uh, a crazy. Hi, rush, I shouldn't even have been rush. still awake. I was. In How do you way. say
4: backwards? It's Barnes. Rush. Oh, sorry, Barnes. Barnes. rush. I was Barnes. more <laughs> <in.
3: laughs> it?
4: Give I, I, I thought. Uh, Kevin Keegan had a heart attack man <laughs> collapsed oh, no. you know yeah. yeah. I, I cried that's the only time I cried over Newcastle <laughs> that day <year.
2: laughs> no, it's hard to be behind the advertising board like that <laughs> <laughs> you <know>, say <laughs> someone with a baseball bat
0: what was <laughs> I, I was just no but yeah that City game I just like and you know the worst thing as well is that but Gomez was out injured, wasn't he? So Lovren started and Lovren gave so. Aguero that tiny bit of rum yeah. and he smashed it on the near post. Normally, i really criticise yeah, all people to get beat on the near post yeah, but yeah, he hit that yeah, so yeah, powerfully he's left foot. Aguero's special. Right. Well, he's left foot. Yeah. yeah, the
4: left, yeah, yeah, out right. left right. foot. He's left
0: foot. Goliath, in. were you watching?
4: Yeah. yeah.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I need to go watch his goals. I've been back in the goals since 2011. I need to go watch his goals. But on, man. That ignorant man. because
4: he's a Thierry or That's all it is, bro.
0: <laughs> you get me but yeah normally I criticise people for that but so much more it would have taken Allison's hand off had yeah. and he got behind it and then like obviously manny <laughs> hit the post it got cleared uh, off the line it got cleared uh, off the line by stones I don't know how that didn't hit someone afterwards uh, Liverpool's equaliser was a really good goal as D-Man described it on the Footy on Top show they Man City Man City with the <laughs> passing they, about 30 passes pulled them left to right and then yeah. scored and then just never really had like the composure to, play, to um put the game away and then Sunny's goal, he, the post that went in. Flex actually said, um D-man's trying to distract me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got palpitations now. <laughs> He's just show me something on Insta, but we won't say what it was. Right, um, um yeah, so that game just in general, um ah, and, I I just conceded. even mm. though it was four points, but then obviously the Newcastle then losing to Newcastle I thought yeah but then we go and draw with Leicester oh, so yeah. I conceded back then yeah. so Sunday hurt because Gen Murray gave them the lead for all of what was it 89 seconds <laughs> but it's just the fact that I, I never envisioned us getting that many points so as we did I'm thinking we have to be champions but yeah. no this relentless machine it just kept on going 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 and it was all about game management which is the yeah. words that M, um, FBJ likes to use because yeah. some of the games that City played through this run here towards back end of the season they weren't scintillated performances. Yeah. But because you, they weren't going to concede, dominate the ball, dominate possession, uh-huh. pack the midfield, uh-huh. and then you get the result. It doesn't matter how you get the three points. As long as you yeah. get the three points, you get what I'm saying? It was, so, it
1: was like a training ground exercise. That's what I'm saying. Somebody
0: like, like, like the, the Burnley yeah. game was that Chris Wood that had the chance in the yeah, first half. Yeah. He didn't take it. And then after that, it was a training was exercise. It, yeah. Does
4: anybody it. know how many teams stopped City from scoring this season? Because I can think of it Chelsea. Can't, it, can't be, it can't be many. And Liverpool. I think that was it. I can't think of anybody else
0: I think that was it because in, if you look at the games that they lost um, they lost to 2-1 to Newcastle 3-2 to Palace, Palace.
4: Yeah.
0: 2-1 to Leicester mm. and who was the Chelsea? Yeah, that Chelsea? yeah Chelsea. that's it yes. so that was it 2-0 yeah. 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 Yeah, that, yes. yeah. that, that was it so they, they got stopped from scoring three times in 38 yeah.
1: games are you kidding me? that's
4: it's phenomenal fair. that but is j- phenomenal
1: for me alright yeah that game the, the, was it January 3rd and the reason why I mentioned January 3rd is because there's a hell of a lot of wait, um, time to go in the season yeah it was pivotal yeah. but the two teams have got enough time to react yeah. I felt if it wasn't the Leicester result for Liverpool yeah. I thought that was more pivotal because had they had they well, won that let, well no, let's I'd, move on to Liverpool yeah, now yeah, yeah, and you
0: on. you can start them off so who was just that player mm. What is your grade for Klopp? And then obviously you could go back okay, after sure. to that too, what you were just saying.
1: Yeah, no, for, for me, um, my standout player, I've, I've gone against the grain here, yeah. being a Liverpool fan. I've gone for Gini Wijnaldum because... I thought you were going to say Alberto <laughs> 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 Never. We
3: know how much that's, you love in France. that's, yeah. man,
1: that's you love Those guys. Man. That's when yeah. you can go and put me into a yeah. mental clinic because that, that will never happen. Damn, FD just lost his mind. Um, now, I've gone for Genie Wijnaldum. You're because... very welcome. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. <laughs> because um, I, I felt that, yeah, you, Van Dyke and some other guys who would get the, the the limelight. But um, in a midfield where there's lots of different options that Klopp has, um, Genie has stepped up in the fact that, yeah, we've got new recruits. I'm making sure that... The, the, the managers thinking about me when it comes to team selection. And generally speaking, he's probably been the most consistent or one of the most consistent players um, in, in, in Liverpool's team. At home. Um, all right, some people may say this, that, the other, but I, I've, when I've seen him, I've always, always thought he's, he's done well. And when he's not in the team, for me, I, his presence and what he brings to the table is dramatically missed. Particularly when we go to that old midfield of um Henderson Milner and Oh Brexit. Yeah <laughs> Brexit <laughs> and, and, midfield yeah and, 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 and whoever. So now I'm gonna go for Jeannie. When it comes to um, Klopp, I'm 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 gonna give him a nine point five. It's a high rating, wow, but wow. because of the fact that I didn't believe Liverpool were able to amass that many points and I didn't believe Liverpool were able to um, manage their season the way that they did and actually go into the tough games like Palace away or um, uh, your Leicesters or what have you. um, The fact that they were able to do that and, okay, yeah, they were pipped to the post, but they dramatically jumped from, you know, battling and finishing in the top four to actually only effectively one game away from winning the, the league. So... With that, um, I, you know, that's why I've given Klopp
4: 9.5. I'm going to say, I'm going to give Klopp a 9 because I gave Pepper 9.5 f- f- and he, w- he won it. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, he won yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah? Yeah. So I'll give Klopp a 9 in a sense that actually, he lost one game all season. Yep. One game all season <laughs> and that was to Manchester City. Yeah? <laughs> to the Champions, you me? And they yeah, had the best defence. Yep. They scored a bag load of goals. Yep. They played very good football. Yep. And like I said, that the winning run that they were on and the amount of wins they they, they got for for the season. And to get 97 points. Yeah, okay. Forget whether you won it or not, 97 points in a in a season nah, is no, phenomenal. Yeah. The third highest points total ever.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah? <laughs> he deserves crazy. a lot of praise for that. And yeah. and what he the way he's used the squad as well, you've had like storage he got star, fit. For that alone, <laughs> for that alone, he deserved the Yeah. So came into the bit, did yeah. his thing. First top scorer, yeah. Everybody, everybody played their part. Like he made Lovren look like a half decent defender. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. Whoa, that's, that's <laughs> so, now, but my my only worry is is this the the pinnacle for for Klopp in terms of his yeah. league performances? Yeah. Like because City will get stronger. Yeah. Yeah. I still expect Liverpool to challenge, but to get this close again. I don't know. I honestly don't know. We we'll have to see what what they do in the summer. But in terms of the, the the most important, the best player for them, I was stuck between Van Dijk and Mane mm. because for Mane, listen, everyone Van Dijk, we know what he's done and what he's brought to the defense and yeah. the fact that he got Player of the Season and yeah. stuff. But Mane, when when it had to be, you had to stand up and be counted. He was the one, the stand-up player for me. He, he, he delivered with the goals, the important goals, yeah. the quality of the goals as well, yeah. and the fact that he. Is joint top scorer again in a team where Salah is coming off a 30 goal season. Yeah. And you know, you've got all these other gunmen on, on the league. Yeah. He stepped up and, and it's not like he was always top scorer. He came in, like, at one point he was miles behind. Yeah, miles behind. And he just went on some insane run of goals <laughs> against big teams as well. Yeah. Where Salah, Salah and Abameyang flat track bullies for me yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Mane deserved it because he scored it in the big games. He turned up in the big games. So for yeah. me, I'm going to say Mane picks Van Dijk that's what I'll say in my opinion yeah I'll say I'll give it to right,
0: right Stel who is uh, what's your grade for Jurgen Klopp and who do you think was Liverpool's standout player this season
2: um, I'll, I'll give Jurgen Klopp a 9.5 yep and the only reason why I haven't given him a 10 is because he didn't win the league I mean yeah. um, everything but you're talking about a, a team that ended up 25 points behind City last season and they made up that ground and then some yep uh, <laughs> It, it, it's, it, it must be frustrating as a Liverpool fan not even upset. it must be frustrating because you come so close so you've only lost one game it, the draw <laughs> did it there's the draw at West Ham and the draw I'm going to at- cry but, and, and the draw against United which you should have won um, oh, but those three games effectively cost you the title yeah. but you can't be upset you can't be angry with anything like you, you've you've lost the league title you, you haven't won the league not because you haven't been good enough it's just that the team that won it were better yeah and that's that is it. I mean, what what have Liverpool done wrong all season? I mean, he addressed the goalkeeping issue. Yeah, he's put it. There. The back line, he's 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 made these fullbacks into machines. It reminds me of when when he had, was a Dortmund manager, and he had the Shp- Check.
0: Yeah, right Pischek and Schmutscher in it.
2: Yeah, yeah. they're bombing forward, doing like seven kilometers a ground every game, something <laughs> like that. I mean, Van <laughs> Dyke obviously was signed in January, so it doesn't count as this this season. But again, he's. He's marshaled that back line. He's a leader. He's a winner. Then you've got the midfield. You know, He's been able to change that midfield based on the opponents. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to go with uh, a, a team that's astute in the middle of the park... He'll play three ball winners. He'll play Henderson. He'll play Milner. He'll play Wijnaldum. Yeah. Or if he wants to play a more expansive style against a team like a Cardiff, he to break them down. He'll play more attack-minded players. Yeah. But he hasn't been afraid to chop and change and rest players at, at key periods. I remember, was it Burnley away? When he made those changes, he played Shakiri and he scored a couple of yeah. goals. Yeah. Everything has gone right for Klopp this season, apart from winning the title. Yeah. So... You can't say he's done anything wrong. Like he hasn't. You can't say previous seasons where he's burnt out players or he's played this one too many games or he's he's made a tactical decision that's wrong. You can't in the Premier League. You can't say he's done that. So in that respect, it's a nine point five. Yeah. In terms of a standout player for yeah. me, is Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the kid has <laughs> been. Uh, uh, Revelation isn't a word. I mean, yeah. if you thought Zinchenko was good, this lad is a different gravy. I mean, he's a fullback that can defend, yeah. he's a fullback that can get forward. Yeah. He puts the ball in the box by David Beckham, for Christ's sake. <laughs> the whip that he puts on that ball, you know, you think he's into bondage.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, we've unleashed him today, though. Imagine a free roll, bro.
2: Free roll. <laughs> Ben Alfre at Newcastle. <laughs> but, like, he's, he's been fantastic, and you know it it, it. it reminds me of like when England had an array of talent up front when they had Shearer, Sheringham, uh, you know Andy Cole, Dwight, yeah. uh, sort of Andy, uh, Dwight, uh, Ian Wright, um, um, Les Ferdinand. That's that's such an array of talent up front that you know it was obviously going to be Alan Shearer plus one, but with England that right back. You've got Wan Bissaka. You've got Alexander Arnold. Yeah. You've got Trippier. Okay, I know Trippier isn't a world class <laughs> talent, but you know he's a he's a regular. Oh. So you know you've got this fullback at Liverpool that's had such a blinding season. You cannot not pick him. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. you have to pick him. So I, I think he's been phenomenal. But then again, so so is the left back. He's another one that's been. What was his different, Second most first highest assist this season, or something ridiculous <laughs> as a fullback. Mad. You know, Klopp has worked miracles with yeah. these. A lot and and yeah. again, it's. It's down to man management. It's learning from your mistakes, learning about the league. And let's not forget, when Klopp first came to the Premier League, he only had half a season yeah. took him to the Europa League final. But he was a little bit naive in terms of the, the ferocity of the league, in terms of the physicality. And I don't think he kind of um, understood it until the beginning of the following season. Yeah, because the injuries, not been it? able to implement his model from, from the Bundesliga into the Premier League. But he's learned the physicality. He's learned that... You know, certain players can only play a certain amount of games or whatever. And it, again, as I said before, and I'm repeating myself, he hasn't been afraid to change his system. Yeah. He hasn't been one of these managers where he's so stubborn he's going to stick to that system and that's the way it is. No, he, he makes the variations, he's got the, the strength in depth. And as I said before, he invested wisely in the summer. He understood that last season there's a few players that were running on empty, running on fumes. But he brought in your, your Shakiri's. he brought in... Uh, what's that that mid? He brought in a navigator. Yeah. Who again? Back into this season, had it not been for that groin injury, he probably would have played the in in, in the Champions League game against Barcelona. Oh yeah, game. definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. Again, um, as a United fan, it pains me to to say this, but <laughs> Liverpool been streets ahead of most teams in the league, yeah. all but one, really.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Uh, my player uh, it's a tough one it's a coin toss between Van Dijk and Manet, really for Mane to be joint uh, with the golden boot with 22 goals and he's the only one out of the three of them that oh, didn't yeah. score any penalties is important <laughs> Salah started off yeah. the season getting a lot of the opening goals in Liverpool yeah. in games when Salah went cold Mane took over went on a run kept Liverpool in it because the run that Salah was on trying so hard to get his 50th league goal for Liverpool yeah. And it wasn't coming. If Manny wasn't scoring, this title would have been done weeks ago. You get what I'm saying? So, um, Manny's run. But saying that as well, Van Dijk is just so important to this team because... Yes, he won the PFA Player of the Year. But it's just the fact that if you take him... what Liverpool had the best events in the league mm-hmm. season by one goal for Man City. Mm-hmm. Alisson was great also, got one more clean sheet to Anderson. But if you take Van Dijk <laughs> out of that Liverpool defence for consistent games, Liverpool will be leaking goals, man. Leaking goals. But a shout-out as well for Joel Matip. Because yeah. in God, the last yeah. two to two and a half months, he's actually individually been a better performer than Van Dijk has. Mm. Joel um, Winning balls... Uh, he carries the ball out of defence like he's trying to channel like his old school PK or some Lothar Mateus or or the mean or Mateus Samuel or something like that he's been really good so yeah again and obviously the full back strength Robert so there's a lot of players that have done really well the ball without them up until January he was the best midfielder in the league and then he cooled off but he was doing really well, playing different roles as a six, as an eight, etc. So, but yeah, I'm going to give it a joint between Van Dijk and Mani. But yeah, I think Mani's been brilliant. I think to an extent, though, he's been very good since he's been at Liverpool. Mani, I think this is like a breakout season. I think now, don't be surprised as well if he scores against yeah, Tottenham yeah. in the Champions League final. Yeah, yeah, well. Don't be surprised because he just that like, the the the, the, the um, occasion doesn't. Take him yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. He did it last year. He, it. Said, he did, did it last, it. last, he last year. He did it last, last, last year. As yeah, yeah. far as, far as the is nonsense. I actually think we would to beat Real Madrid, but yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll keep that for we're doing our Champions League final. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> Don't get me started now. So, yeah, so Drake, right between them. Klopp, I gave Pepper 9, so I'm going to give Klopp an 8.5. Um, uh, which really is a 9.5 and Pepper 10, but I didn't want to be giving people... Um, I'm bitter, so I didn't want to be giving Pep 10. Right. Um it's it's a weird one with Jurgen Klopp, guys, because some of the Liverpool teams that he names, we've got the Liverpool group on the WhatsApp and we are cussing. But it seems the more that we doubt a Jurgen Klopp selection, mm. 11, Liverpool get the win. It's when he's named the team, we're like, yeah, I'm cool with that team. That's when the result might not yeah, come. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of what they call the Brexit midfield, <laughs> um, yeah. the Ronaldo, Milner and Henderson midfield. But there's been certain games where that midfield's done really well because, yeah. as Stel was saying earlier, they can all win the ball... They're decent passers, etc. And it's not the nicest to watch when Milner's on the ball, but Milner's actually very effective of kind of turning mm. away from defenders and hitting the ball into decent areas, whether it be to the a man out wide or he'll clip across it or whatnot. Mm. So tops done well um, in that sense with um, the selections and the changing of the team. Next season, he needs to get one or two more in because um, Shaqiri, I don't know if it was tying this or what, why he got taken out of the team, but he's still been Liverpool's fourth top scorer this season, and he's mm. been really important and pivotal f- for them. But they um, will—it's—it's it's just one game to lose. One game yeah. with the Wembley—that hurts, man. Yeah. That hurts. But I—I've not got too much thoughts because he's done well. Dude. Only as and said it's the, the Man United game, man. It's the Man United game because. Yeah. I gave up off the draw against Leicester, but what happened? Liverpool won 17 out of their 19 home games. It's very rarely you see a team win, unless you go into a lesser league win all their 19 home games, right? So they left the Leicester draw, the West Ham draw, but we actually outplayed by West Ham. Um but yeah, that made United draw. I didn't understand. They had three injuries in the first half. Three injuries. Yeah, yeah. They,
3: were they were
0: vulnerable. They were vulnerable. They were they were vulnerable. They were like they had like a thousand pounds in their hand and they were just standing there and no one took it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, And um, I say a thousand, it's more like a million now we've not won the league, but um, that, that game there. So that I can question partly the tactics. At the time, it seemed like a good away point because we all thought Man City would drop points out of one of these 14 games, mm. but it wasn't meant to be. But yeah, 8.5 still um, a very high grade. He's done well. I think Liverpool have finished second on numerous occasions before and come back the second come back the next season have been poor I think with this team only what Mignolay and Milner are over 30 in this team right so they'll be around I don't think they're going to get 97 points next season but they'll be around and the irony thing was that on shooting the fence when I came on to um, Stelz Pod I said that I think Man City will get I think it was 97, 98 points that I said and at the time it was around the time they did lose to Newcastle so I thought okay maybe not and they've got them they've actually done it and that really irks me but I can't say I'm surprised Pep's management yeah, the depth of the squad what he's able to get out Limo Sané has not started that many games and he's a top-class player and I know Bayern Munich are sniffing around him now. So, um, Gundogan, they've just got so many names. He took Karl Walker out of the team at a stage and then he put Danilo. Uh, Danilo, Danilo right yeah, this, yeah. Come on, man. This is cheating. <laughs> it's got David Assemble. But yeah, that's my grade. Big Sam, what, what, um, you standout player and your are and your, and your great.
5: Okay, with the player, uh, like you guys, it's it's a difficult one for me. No, it wasn't a difficult one. It's two players, really. Um, Mane has been outstanding. And if I'm being honest, I think even in Rogers' last year of his tenure, he was our most reliable um, forward after Suarez left. Still is. Uh, And for him to get... You know, joint top scorer twenty two goals, none of them being penalties, as you said, double D, is a uh, is quite an achievement. Um he did frustrate me in some games, I won't lie, but in a lot of the games he's saved us and his goals have been fantastic. But my player is I've been saying it's Virgil. Virgil van Dijk. I mean for years now, Liverpool we've had a problem with defence. Um we've had a problem up top as well, but defending, my god. You know we've had some haphazard defenders come our way, and I think from the following season, even though we got Virgil come in for half the season, already in the first game that he played, I always say this the Everton game. I could see it then that this guy was going to be great for us. Now he's had a. Full, this is his first full season. I think if if he's out the team, God knows what happens. You know, don't get me wrong. I think we'll still do a job. We still have capable defenders. Uh, Matip is more than has been great. A great his his deputized for Gomez wonderfully. Lovren, however, I, I don't care if he we went to the World Cup final. The jury's still out on me. For me, um, he's no way in any shape or form comfortable. He doesn't look comfortable in that position. Um, he's been there for years. I, I, I'm sorry, no. Nah.
1: J- ju- jury's made its mind up. For me but, no, uh,
5: just, just awful. <laughs> uh, but Virgil, Virgil just exudes leadership, man. You know, and even what was the, the, the game when we, um, the Newcastle game, for example, where <laughs> you could question the file against Fabinho, whatever. We got the free kick anyway. But Virgil says, no, 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 no. I don't yeah, want yeah, Trent yeah, to take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let yeah. Shikiri yeah. take yeah. it.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. And I for
5: what? <laughs> and
0: Cheats.
5: to see that just shows that this guy is the real deal, man you know Newcastle worked us uh, I'm
0: not I'll here. tell you it, it was it a us. I mean, tight game to Liverpool in you season, know?
5: <laughs> I believe we would win the game um, and we did but Virgil was you know I mean if, if it's not that game it's others, other games that he's he's, um, he's played in and it's just you know uh, yeah Jordan Henderson's the captain yeah great but uh, in terms of like who exhibits, like, authority is it's virtual. I just, I, you know, I don't see that from any other player we, apart from him. We, we know who's you running know? the show in yeah. the dressing room. Yeah, seriously.
3: <laughs> seriously. I, mean,
5: I mean, to be honest, it's, it's Stephen Gerrard. He wore the armband. And he wasn't the most vocal. Carragher was the most vocal, but in terms of action, Gerard, hands down w- would show his leadership on through his, plen- plen- his playing ability. Hendo, but, but Hendo, is quite vocal. He's quite vocal. But, but he, but
4: He's,
0: he does that too, man. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I was, I
5: mean. uh, so, uh, player, yeah, Virgil, Virgil Van Dijk, manager uh, with with Klopp. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give him a nine point seven five. What did you give Pep? 9.25 <laughs> 8, I
2: think no. only you would <laughs>
4: give the runner up more <laughs> than he does that's, that's typically a I'm just waiting for I'll tell you what, I'm just Theo, wait. do you see what we have to deal with <laughs> the look up the disgust on I'm, your I'm face just,
1: I'm
0: just it, we 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 right? every week don't worry <laughs> 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 I'm just waiting for um, us to get to Arsenal for him to give René Xhaka <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm saying I mean. yeah, but how can you give the man that didn't win the league more than yeah, the man because with
5: Peck it was expected for him to win the league and he did that but Klopp it, this is by far his best managerial uh, t- uh, tenure at Liverpool thus far in terms of how he's managed the team in terms of the players that he's brought in in terms of the game management um, like you said the body. there are times when the team's been named I'm thinking what the hell is this why has he put my man here why...? and then they've, they've they've performed you know uh, when he's it's put on... Hot, I I he,
3: he, <laughs> why, why,
5: why do you think I took my jacket off before, I, before he
3: was we With, with fans, you
0: brought a fan with I, like, slippers as well. And like Uncle Stowe said,
5: he's done everything right apart from getting the big prize. <laughs> so that's just unfortunate. But that's, listen, <laughs> uh, yes, that's big, why he gets more that's than
3: pep.
4: Listen, yes,
5: that's why he gets more than pep. That's a better. big prize, isn't it? a big prize, isn't I mean, obviously, Champions we can't involve champions because it's about prem. But, I've just seen... Klopp finally kind of coming to. I, I, I'm I'm hoping he hasn't peaked here, and he's, this is this is like because it is going to be difficult for us to reach that that summit again, and even surpass it. It's going to be difficult, man. is going to get stronger. Our team's going to get stronger, but for us to come this far, it's just one point. It's just one point, and I'm gutted, but I'm also very happy with the um, immense progress that we've made as a club. The players that have come in. And the fact that this guy's still our manager, I know that Joey Barton called him a glorified cheerleader. I don't give a damn. He, he, he's our manager. So I'm happy that um, this season, I'm happy with how he's managed this season, apart from getting the big prize, but I'm going to give him 9.75. <laughs>
1: right. just, just before we move on, because yeah. I know we spoke about pivotal moments in the season. and that, um, for, for me, yeah, the, the Man City one, the only reason why... Man City-Liverpool the only reason why I wouldn't say that is the case because it was still so much of the season to go I'm, I'm like um, you uh, Dubs in the fact that I actually think it was the, the Man United game um, the sheer fact that okay Leicester they didn't get it but it was still in Liverpool's hands and you could see them wilting what Man City have done is that never before have you seen a team that has placed great emphasis on winning games mm-hmm. so go into your tough rivals where, oh, we can nick a point and we're happy with it. Those, those days are gone now yeah, because yeah, Man City have that. set a standard. Yeah, that. Yeah. So Liverpool's opportunity was there in the fact that at that time, Man United were playing all right mm-hmm. before their dip. But after half an hour, they've made three substitutions. They're mm-hmm. dead on their feet. Mm-hmm. I don't even really remember Liverpool actually having a shot on target until the second half. Yeah. It was so timid. Um, and if if it wasn't for that,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and it's so late in the season as well, mm-hmm. Um, I think you know it, the, the story would have been different between Man City and, and, and Liverpool because effectively Liverpool just drew one too many games yeah. when they were weren't in form. Um, yeah, but that was a, that was that's for crazy me when you say about a team that won thirty games. That's crazy. Isn't it, yeah,
0: that's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Because...
5: Why would you ignore the West Ham game after the Leicester game? Because
0: I stopped that. Because that, West, Ham yeah, West Ham outplayed do, yeah. us. And even our goal was offside. So don't, you're going to get games like that because you got to be better in your opposition for 38 mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. in the season. But yeah. Man United were there for the taking. Yeah. And they almost won it at the end. As FPJ said, the shot target we had was timid. The best shots we had was the one with Van Dyke. who we knocked it just wide. Otherwise, Liverpool didn't do anything. They were just like, mm-hmm. passing it was mm-hmm. like, to mm-hmm. me, like, oh, we're cool to get out of here. It was a point. At a time, it seemed like a good point. But then now you look back and you think that. That those two Liverpool win the league if they don't if they win that match. They win the league. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. Because then Man City were yeah. approaching their games of a different kind of it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you yeah. It's the mentality you know and it's that, so yeah. even if you win you might not still be top, you know yeah, what I'm So that,
1: that's that's the thing. Whereas yeah. Leicester against Liverpool, I felt that they deserved the point even though Leicester, in the consequent games, they lost to Man U, they lost to Spurs, mm. but they deserved a, a point against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, West Ham, they deserved more against He <laughs> even so messaged me, he was like, been paid to miss <laughs> 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 a, a, Against West Ham, um, West Ham actually deserved more from what they got in the, in, yeah, in yeah. the game. Yeah. Against Man U, it was there for Liverpool, but they just but
5: didn't with, grasp but it. With West Ham, you're telling me that it's it's, it's not problems with, with regards to the final third how and how we played and how we kind of finished our chances even though that goal that we had was offside
0: you know we still had chances that we should have buried yeah. yeah. In a, oh, period, yeah. Know. Right. a Liverpool podcast right, I can't. I've got to say, I've been here all day, right? We're going to move on to third place Chelsea, who finished on 72 points, a whopping 25 points behind Liverpool and 26 behind Man City. Uncle um, Still, who is your standout guy for Chelsea and what is your
4: grade on Mauricio Sari's first season? Before you start, though. before you start, though, can we just say. <laughs> Does everyone agree that I think there's only one player for Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah
3: yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And his name is Kepa. <laughs> I, I can't he's, be managed. He's,
1: he's running things there. He's running things.
4: Go though, though, you lead me. <laughs> I, I'm going to agree with you. I swear. <laughs> uh, <oof>. uh, <laughs>
2: crikey. Um, for, for me, it has to be Loftus-Cheek, really. Um, a player that was at Crystal Palace last season, in and out of the team. Mm, yeah. The pivotal role for Chelsea this season, both in in the league and in the Europa League. Mm. And don't forget, this guy has, has back spasms, he can he can just about play like 80 minutes a game. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, I think he's going to be a big loss for him if he misses the Europa League final because he got injury the other day, didn't he? Yeah, 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 raptured yeah, 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 Neatless yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, friendly. yeah, 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 oh, it's, it's Achilles, right. he's, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, so he's um he's got ten goals this season in like I know he's he's made twenty three substitute appearances in all competitions, but yeah. I think he's been outstanding. And and let's be honest, I mean, when you got that midfield there with Kante, with Jorginho, with um whoever they put there, you you wouldn't expect him to dislodge him, but he's really made a case for himself to to be a regular next season. So yeah, I think he's been my my standout player for Chelsea. I mean the obvious is is Hazard, isn't it? But yeah. you know let, let, let's go with someone. Someone else actually deserves it, not someone that just runs around like a headless chicken. But, <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: um, sorry, uh, it's a difficult one because, again, he, he's come from a league where one team dominates. Um, proverbial bottlers, happily are. Um, but he started the season well. I think, what, there were 14 games unbeaten or something like that, and they lost to the Spurs. Yep. Um, and let's be honest, around about January... When they brought any guy in and they lost to Arsenal and they got battered at Bournemouth and then he, he scored a couple, <laughs> yeah, and lost 6 0 at, at City. Everyone was thinking that that's it. I thought that was it for him. I thought yeah. he was out the door. Um, and as you guys pointed out, the, the League Cup final where, oh. um, yeah, Kepper refused to to do whatever he was asked to do. Um, <laughs> I thought that was curtains for him. But let's be honest, I mean, forget the fact that Arsenal and United kind of fell off. You know, their run of format in the season was a bad two losses in their last. 10-15 games or something like that yeah. um, and, and, and they deserve to get third place um, on, on that basis, given that his remit was probably top four I don't think anyone at Chelsea expected him to challenge for the title I don't even think anyone expects him to get third let alone you know yeah, second yeah. or first I'll, I'll give him an 8 out of 10 purely because he, he really hasn't spent anything, has he? really, I don't think Kepa was his signing yeah. so Jorginho and, and Higain Two yeah. players, are they really going to make that much of a difference when it comes to you know, challenging for a title or getting top four? I don't think so. so I, th- I think he's done remarkably well given the circumstances. Again, as I said before, United and Arsenal fell off, so that kind of gave them the opportunity to slip into third. But that being said, you still got to get the points on the board and, and they've done it. So, yeah, 8 out of 10 for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, D-man, I want you to go next because I know that your in-laws <laughs> yeah. are Chelsea fans, and you had a lot to say about them at the start of the season. So I want to know what your grades are. And just uh, start, man.
4: <laughs> I, I hear what Stel's saying about Loftus Cheek. Mm-hmm. I think he's had a very good season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think towards the end of the season, when he had to get, when he got that run of games, I think he really proved himself. Yeah. But for me, he wasn't because no for his own, but he didn't get enough playing time throughout the season for me. So, yeah. to me, he has to go to Hazard. I mean. Listen, there were times in this... Listen, I'm not Hazard's biggest fan, but there were times when I saw this guy and I saw him live a couple of times where... Carragher was right. He's too good for that team. Like, he was just... He's a man amongst boys. Like, don't get me... I, but the only thing about Hazard is the way he started the season he should have finished with a lot more goals. Yeah, a yeah, lot more goals. Yeah, this should have been his yeah, record goal scoring yeah, yeah, yeah. season. That
0: was Sarri wanted him to hit like 35... Yeah. That was and he's fully and capable of it. The season like he was going to do that. He's right. off the bench and scored an
4: assist yeah. every game. Mm. But the thing is, if Hagar don't perform, Chelsea don't perform. Mm. Yeah? And, it, and it's as simple as that. Mm. So for me, but don't I, get me wrong, he I hasn't had the greatest season. I'd say they were glorified Crystal Palace. Listen, they probably are. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. They ain't had the greatest season, but he's been their best player. He's the best of a bad bunch. But listen <laughs> my in-laws they can't stand it yeah. <laughs> yeah they cannot stand it and I'm asking them why what I said if you if you break, put it into this comparison like yeah. he's got his Europa League final yeah. he's got top four he's finished third yeah, yeah behind Klopp and Guardiola yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what more can he do given yeah. the squad that he's, he's got yeah. and what he's been given yeah, no. yeah he had no decent striker up front for the whole season yeah yeah, and he still managed to get them to third. Mm. Yeah, he got them to a League Cup final. Yeah, what more can the man do? <laughs> don't get me wrong. Some of the defeats were, were embarrassing. Mm. You do not get clapped six 0 by City. What well, you do But yeah. that that was that that was bad. That was bad. But to me, I don't think he's had too much of a, a, a of a bad season. Like I'd agree with Sell. I give him an eight out of ten. Yeah. Um, if it was up to my in-laws, he'd be on that plane tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, they're they're fed up of Sarri ball. Yeah, and the fact that he won't drop Georgina or kovacic Yeah, they, they, they don't understand it. But um, he to me, to the top
2: four with Luis and Rudiger.
4: As right, player. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he made Rudiger look like a, a decent decent yeah, defender. Yeah. Like he was missed when he got, when he got injured. Yeah, like the way he treated Gary Cahill was hilarious
2: funny and I hate to bring this up but Mourinho won two trophies with Jones and Smalling for fuck's sake that's true
4: that is true that is true but Mourinho's got premiership pedigree Sarri's oh, coming to right. this new league and yes exactly. he's had to adapt he's, he's found he has found it tough at times um my only worry is I don't think he can approve much on next season I don't think I, w- I wouldn't think a Chelsea like right they're going to challenge for anything I don't th- I don't think so but to me it isn't all bad for them. I think I'd give him an 8 out of 10. But just stop chewing that tobacco, man. It just, it just, it's, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But um, nah, i will give him 8 out of 10. 8, eight out,
0: out of 10. 10. 10. Right, right. Big big savvy. What is your, your, standout, your standout player? And what's, your, what's your grade in? There's
5: only for one. And, no, don't, um, on no, no, uh, Eden Hazard. Standout player. Uh, again... Questions over his future, whether he will stay. Or he's, no, he's gone, gone. He's, he's gone, gone. he's, he's, gone. Gone. he's <laughs> gone, he's gone, he's gone. But without him, Chelsea would be in a a, a lot worse place than they are now. Definitely <laughs> wouldn't have <laughs> qualified for the Champions League, that's for sure. So again, Eden Hazard has more or less saved his team from uh, embarrassment, even though it has been quite an embarrassing season. Some results like, uh, well, Arsenal beat them, um, Bournemouth beat them 3 uh, 0. And I City beat them. 4 0. 4 0. So I got that wrong. 4-0. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And City beat them 6-0. Well, as D man said, it's expected of City to whip you. But you know, there you go. So yeah, Hazard, uh, Don Dada. Uh sorry. I am going to give him a seven point five. Um because again, his first season in the Prem, like I said about Pep, he's adapting to how the Prem works and the the time frame and you know the team is not as uh, strong or as in depth doesn't have as much strength and depth as we, as we first thought it did have um, he's managed with the injuries he's managed to get his team to two cup finals um, the Kepa incident didn't really help him because it kind of made him made him look weak a bit you know uh, but he got over that and got his team to Europa Cup final. So, whether or not this will be his... I don't know, that'll be his last game if Chelsea win it. That'll be a good way to go out. We don't know. There's still kind of rumours surrounding his... uh, whether he'll remain as manager at Chelsea. But despite that, I think he's done well, considering what he's had to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, Did well to bring Iguain in. Um... Some of the games, some of the substitutions, some of a lot of the games have been quite questionable. But, you know, I think that, that that's sorry. I think, I think he's that kind of character where he just does what he wants and damn what, what, what you think of him. If he feels that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. But I'm going to give him a 7.5 purely for the fact that he's managed to get his team back into the Champions League. Two cup finals, um, could win the Europa League.
1: Um, for FBJ. me, I'll keep this s- swift. Um, in yes. terms of player hazard, there's nothing to me- for me to add <laughs> that you guys haven't already said. So we'll keep it moving. Yeah. Straight to Sari. Um, I'm going to give him a 7.25. <laughs> now, <laughs> these fractions think... <laughs> different the, more than what fractions is it, definition You know d- what I mean? D- d- and, and <laughs> yeah, I've given him that five, rating four. because a lot of what you guys have said... From a positive point of view mm-hmm. um, He's managed to get Chelsea Back into the Champions League Two cup runs Like two finals um, mm. And what I've the, the thing that I think is, Gets lost um, By those who look at Chelsea Is that Generally speaking Under Abramovich Their managers have been Quite similar Strong um, Work hard And what have you It's more emphasis On, on just being Difficult to beat With Sari And Sarri Ball my interpretation is is a little bit more expansive football mm. um and he hasn't got the cast list to actually play that way so he's still relying on guys who are used to an old style that Chelsea have been have been used to and and they've seen um uh, uh, success with so to get guys who are fit one style of football to try and get them to play a different style of football and and also in the fact that Chelsea for, for the most part a lot of their players are late 20s, early 30s. So they're not... This It's now more of a young man's game yeah. in terms of mobility, speed of thought, speed of movement as well. Um, now, where he falls down, in my personal opinion, is that, and I guess most Chelsea managers have had this, is that they don't give the youth a chance. And Sarri has been very reluctant to try and give some of the, the, the younger players uh, more of a chance... Um, Hudson, yeah, you no. Know, Hudson Adoy, the crowd had to get on his back before he did that. Didn't really, in my personal opinion, give um, Loftus Cheek much of a run as well. Um, even though he's played games, but I think he can do more. So things like that, the Kepa incident, that yeah. you'd have to question. Okay, is he really, uh, is he respected within the team? And also, the thing for me is, is which I can't look past, um, and it would, he would have got a higher rating. Is the fact that you take one of the best players full stop out of their position in um in, in Conte um from from defensive midfielder and you play him in, in in a more of attacking role that would be like telling messi or ronaldo to go and play fullback as far as i'm concerned they're the best at what they do you put them there he's he's pushed uh pushed him out for Jorginho who just Generally speaking, has been an easy target for, for the opposition players. But with that being said, I think Sari has done well for that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the summer. And if he is there next season, mm. how does that the landscape uh, revolve around Chelsea and transfers yeah. and his philosophy in football and what he wants to do to, to, to the team? There's no transfers, is
0: there? Yeah, right. I'm going to go with... Yeah, the, play, the Chelsea standout play has to be Hazard at the end of the day... Um, Started off the season like a house on fire, coming off the bench, scoring and assisting, as I was saying earlier. But um, yeah, he went cold a bit, but he, he, he's still without him this season. Not sure what they've gone. Rudiger's done okay. He was in um, Garth Crooks' Premier League team
3: this season. not sure about that, <laughs> <laughs> sure about that one. It was Garth um, Crooks though, Kepa,
0: Kepa, Kepa, as the season's gone on, has looked good. Um... Uh, Pedro's done okay I don't think georgino has been nearly as bad as some Chelsea fans (laughs) make out, I know um, Mel from the Gold Diggers pod said on one of their early second or third podcasts said that the British game doesn't appreciate the register and I think that is the truth really because Georgino's had some really good games and Chelsea haven't won them and people because they're so frustrated at the fact of Chelsea's done some of the defeats and draws this season have not pointed out how well he's done. But yeah, you have to um, you have to go with Hazard for their best player. Sorry, I'm going to give him a seven point. I'm going to actually concur with FBJ with a seven point two five. We'll get technical with it because <laughs> I, I actually had him on a seven before, but I just think that he looks done and dusted. And there was a stage when Chelsea dropped a sixth, and I thought that's it for them. They're gonna mm-hmm. like they're not that gonna. They're not going to get into the Champions League. They've come through, did it? Before the season started, they actually had them come in sixth. Mm. And um, they've got themselves up to third. Don't get twisted. That's partly being the best of a bad bunch because mm. Tottenham, Arsenal, and Man United have dropped so many points. But they've done. Chelsea have done their thing um, at, at the end of the day. It's to home form more. They just only lost the one game at home. And um, that's what's been able to pull them through. So, yeah, I'm going to go with. Um, I'm yeah. I'm gonna go with seven point two five for sorry. I'm happy for him because I'm a sorry fan, yeah. and hopefully though that's is not Premier League wise, he will yeah. get his first trophy in the Europa League over Arsenal.
4: So, right, before we go to the other three, yeah, yeah, are we going to go through every team individually because this could take Yeah, a... but
0: as we go down here, we're only really going to be doing the players and oh, the yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. we're not going
4: to d- d- really, in depth, yeah, in depth, like yeah, this. So. We, got,
2: we got to give the top <laughs> six,
4: the top, yeah, yeah, definitely, half of the pod. Yeah, 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 and yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah Standout player, I'm going to go with, it's a weird one because he wasn't actually in my team in the season, Ericsson was. I suppose you have to go with Son. For this sheer case where when was out, Son carried them in a lot of games where they were not playing great. I remember for Uh instance they played Leicester. And I came, actually came on shoot the defence after it. And Harvey Barnes missed good chances in the first and the second half. Vardy missed the penalty. And left had them on the roach for a good 20, 25 minutes in the second half. And then Son was able to break away and get the winner. He got another late winner. Was it Watford? He got a late winner. He's got a couple of late winners. Yeah. And he he carried them at the end of the day. And because of the fact of the injuries to Kane, okay. without Son's goals at vital times, and the ones he got as well when Kane was in the lineup as well, Tottenham, for their sheer drop-off, and the fact that they've lost... I don't know how a team can lose 13 games and still qualify for the Champions League. That's <laughs> that, that speaks that volumes about this league, you know. So, um, no, but well done, Poch. As I said, when they've had a few injuries and that, Harry Winks is a decent, tidy player, but you've got a couple of injuries to others and you're starting to have to bring people like Oliver Skip off the bench. We have to appreciate the job <laughs> that Poch has got done and how organised these teams have been. What I will say, though, the, the negative on him... And why I'm going to give him, uh, eh, this is why I had to give Sari a 7.25, because he did better. I'm going to give Poch a 7, but it's because defensively, while I had a fireball, they've looked really shaky. Serge Uriye is rash. Um, mm-hmm. Kim and Trippi has been exposed that you're great going forward, but you can't defend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not popped in any free kicks for Tottenham like he did for England. So obviously he's been under the hammer. Ben Davis has been okay at left back Danny Rose has done well but had injuries so realistically um, so yeah I'm going to go for seven for Tottenham I do think they should have finished on more points I think they should have got at least six more points um, this season but they've done well they've got fourth they've held off um, some of the other teams. Um, they changed stadium, obviously. They had a couple of mm-hmm. problems at Wembley. There five games at Wembley. No draws away from home. They only drew two games all season. But yeah, so I'm going to go for seven-point watch. Son edges it for the playing season, though, in terms of position-wise, I actually included Ericsson in my team of the season.
4: Insane, D. Right, so. I'm, listen, Tottenham, um, well, the player, I'm going to give it to Son Yeah. for the reasons that you gave. Um although he, towards the end of the season he did tail off, and then when he's trying to punch up man like that, <laughs> like, I don't know what you're thinking well I really don't fresh, know what you're thinking, but he turned up in important games, and the absence of kane was wasn't felt as much um and we all said i mean a lot of us said they played better football when kane wasn't there yeah. um however, <laughs> Kane is needed in that team he yeah. is needed in that team yeah. but um yes. Yeah, Son had a, a decent season, like you said, he well he went to he was off for the Asian Asia games. Couple yeah. times whatever it was. Um but yeah, he was he was he was pretty consistent throughout, throughout the season and that run that he went on was phenomenal. Like he just couldn't <laughs> stop scoring. And they were very good goals as well. Um Poch now, I'm gonna give him a seven um like I said, you cannot losing thirteen games in a season <laughs> that's 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 Newcastle territory, bro yeah that's not that's not nothing <laughs> that's to, to, to <laughs> shout home about you've lost 13 you've games bro. Lost and the fact games, that yeah. come March wherever it was you, people were too much you lot for the title mm-hmm. yeah stupidly yeah but you took they could win it. no they could not that couldn't. Burnley game yeah? changed everything man. and to finish so many points off first place is ridiculous oh. yeah so for that you you can't get too much ratings and the fact I'm not giving this all this foolishness about he ain't spent no money da-da-da-da. I don't care <laughs> Yeah. Now I need to tell you to go work for this this slave owner. Yeah. <laughs> End of the day, you know what you've got. Yeah, and you've got a balanced squad. You've got a very good squad. Yeah. So all this, he ain't born and he could be one of the managers that give him up, give him money, he can spend it <laughs> stupidly and buy bare flops. Yeah. So we don't know. I' gonna give him a seven. I thought they were they they should have finished third like at the beginning of the season. Well, towards the, the middle of the season, I thought they were shooting for third, and for them to let fo- third place go like that. You have to get a couple marks knocked off as well. <laughs> so, a solid season in the Prem, nothing spectacular. I don't think they're any closer to winning this league, yeah. But they can't complain. They're in Champions League again. He's got them in the Champions League again. Managing this new stadium move as well. Mm-hmm. You got to give him some credit for that as well. So I'm going to give him a seven.
0: Seven, all right? All right. Uncle Still, um who's your standout uh, Tottenham player? What's your grade for Pochettino?
2: Oh, we keep it simple. Uh, Son, mm-hmm. yep. uh, purely because of his performances this season, as you guys said, he, he stood up, was counted four. Um, he kept going despite having that um, injury. He was also in, in Asia in that competition. Um, he came back, which is almost as if he was rejuvenated. Um, and uh, rating right for the manager, I'll, I'll go with a seven. Um, as you guys pointed out, you didn't spend any money. They had a good squad. You didn't spend any money. So, obviously, that would that would hinder them. But the thing is, when you look at their form back into the season, seven losses in their last 13 games. I mean, that's relegation form, isn't it? <laughs> so, again, it goes back to what I said about sorry, and I think Spurs are quite fortunate that United and Arsenal fell away at the end because they could have slipped into the, the fifth or sixth places. Yep. So, yeah, that's, that's what I have to say about that. Nothing really... He meant to say about supposedly league season, but again, their, their Champions League campaign has been absolutely phenomenal and, mm. and you can't knock them for that.
0: Defo, Defo, right. Big Sabi. Reason? Uh, this time around, I'll
5: start with the manager. Uh, Poch, I'm going to give him a seven as well. I think not buying anyone, um, like Still said, has hindered them, but to still get in the top four, which. The last couple of seasons now has been a bit more consistent than it was previous in previous years um it's a, a bit of an achievement they're still far away see they play in that high echelon but they're not a high echelon team if you know what i mean um and like d man was saying they've still got they've got uh, some way to go to kind of challenge for the league um although they did challenge for about a week and then <laughs> um they flopped, unfortunately, for them. Uh, I think Poch is in this position where now he's, he's, he's found his groove, and but I think they still need to invest in players. That they, you know, don't get me wrong, they did well this season, but they need some... I, I still feel like with Kane when he was out, don't get me wrong, Llorente did a, an admirable job, but there's it's always that thing with Kane being out. You know, and then you have Son filling in. So, I, I don't know. Um uh, Player uh, Son. Um I was going to go for Mora because I think he's been very good also. Um But Son, for me, going to the Asia games and then coming back for that Leicester game and performing like he did is like he hadn't been away. You know, usually... Expect some sort of fatigue and some sort, but I I didn't see it on him. And I think he's just been really consistent and really uh, hard working throughout the entire season. Um,
1: So, yeah, that's basically it. FB Jabroly. Yeah, for me, in terms of player, um, yeah, Son gets a mention because he's gone away for the Asia Games at the start of the season in the Asia Cup um, um, in January. Um, But I'm going to go for Suzoko because mm, i think yeah, sure. that he's yeah. now become he's certainly a bit of a cult figure um amongst the spurs fans who for many of them was a bit of a bit of a joke didn't really know what he did just seemed like a run around like a headless chicken now i'm not saying that has dramatically changed but he his 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 energy and his drive is very much um uh required in the spurs team this year f- for what he's done and in some ways even though he's probably come to the end of his time and his body just couldn't cope, uh, he kind of ousted out um, Moussa Dembele. Um, so he's been a, a, an admirable replacement for him. And um, particularly in the game against Ajax, the first game anyway, even though he was injured, his presence just dramatically changed the the, 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 the 90 minutes mm. um, for, for Spurs and that. So I'm going to give it to him. Mm. In terms of... Potch I'm going to give him the same rating as um, Asari as um, so that's 7.25 the reason why most of what you guys have said in terms of the circumstances I know D-Man said well that shouldn't really be taken into account I hear that but I do think when you've got stadium issues when you've got a lack of money to to, to, to spend which is fair enough and a limited squad in terms of depth even though it's better than perhaps 12-18 months ago it's still quite an ask for them to... um, It got to a stage where they were only, what, you know, they were very close to Liverpool, where I even I thought, hold on, we we might have to start thinking about Mm -hmm. them as well. And then it fell away against Burnley. So that's great. But, you know, losing 13 games is just horrific in anyone's language, whether you're at the top or at the bottom, that's Mm -hmm. just horrific. Um, And... They had the same amount of draws as, as Man, Man City, but it's what showed is that the lack of consistency, um, which is required to actually s- sustain a, a formidable title challenge. So with that, you have to take marks off Poch with that. Um, but generally speaking, I think Poch has had a good season. I think Spurs have had a good season, and obviously it's paramount for them to be in the Champions League, both for the team development and obviously financially.
3: Cool.
2: Let's, can I just add something quickly about, about Pochettino? Yeah, of course. Uh, he's what I like to call a tightrope manager. And by that, I mean he teeters on the edge of greatness, but he also teeters on the edge of failure. What yeah. Yeah. we've got to realise is that, granted, forget this, the fact that, OK, he had nothing to spend, but he had a, a great squad there. But the thing is, how far can he take them? And it's the same adage that we said about Spurs for years in the sense that how long are they going to go without winning anything before the players say, right, I'm done here? Yeah. Because what you've got to realise is that, you know, we've been saying it for a while, they have to win something for the players to say, right, this team is going somewhere. Now they're in the Champions League final. Now, if they win it, then what happens? Do these Spurs players say, right, I'm staying here for the long haul because we've won the Champions League, great. Or do they say, well, we've reached as far as we can probably go. This might be a fluke like with Leicester. So, shall we go elsewhere? Now, if they don't win it, then what happens with Pochettino? It's like, well, does it? Does he go elsewhere because his, his stock has gone so high because he's taken this this rather, I wouldn't say weak team, but in comparison to the big spenders, they are weak because they obviously they haven't spent anything. So, it, it's a difficult one because you can you can praise him for doing such a remarkable job getting them there, but then you can look at their league form and say, well. As I said before, seven seven losses in their last thirteen games, and when they lose, they lose convincingly. Yeah, it's not yeah, like a, yeah. a a scraping one 0 defeat. When they've lost games, they, they've been picked apart. You know, like West Ham at home. West Ham should have been two through up. Yeah, Man yeah. City the same when they when they lost away. It Wol- could have been
0: Wolves, Wolves slapped them three well at Wembley, didn't they?
2: <laughs> there it is. You know, even at Southampton when they lost two one, Southampton could have had three or four. So. When Spurs lose, okay, apart from when they lost to us, but mm. that was that was a fluke. I'm not even going to count that. As a win. <laughs> I'm count that as a win. That was a draw in my eyes. Um, but yeah, against Arsenal, they got panned mm. uh, at Anfield. They could have lost by more. Mm. Um, same at Wembley against Liverpool. So again, it's fine margins with Pochettino. I, the, the jury is always going to be out with me when it comes to him because unless he wins trophies and on a consistent level, mm. I, I, I can't take him serious.
4: Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Different,
0: different. Right. Big Sammy, fifth place Arsenal. You start <laughs> this <laughs> off. They finished on 70 points. What is your grade for Unai Emery? And who is your star player? Um, in fact, Bobby Austin, he's going to say Granit Xhaka, isn't
5: he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say Granit Xhaka uh, this year, guys. Um, in fact, I said that two years ago, didn't I? Or something like that. I can't remember when I said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to start with the manager. I'm going to start with Unai. I'm going to give him a seven. Uh, again, like sorry, first season in the Prem, uh, adapting to all of it, and most of the players that he has in his teams that, that in his team are are inherited from the Venga tenure. So. I think it was expected. Arsenal fans, if you were to ask them at the beginning of the season, would they have gotten fifth? A lot of them would have said yes. Um, and they were um, worried about the season because it's Unai's first season and he had to get used to the prem and everything that comes with it. I also think that um, the Ramsey situation hasn't helped things. Um, that promising him you know you're going to be part of my squad and blah 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 and then later in the season you're saying that oh I don't need you actually so you can go on your merry way and let him go for free that that was a a, a huge mistake uh, and a lot of people have agreed with that as well but in terms of the football and the performances on the pitch Arsenal uh, it's just phew, the Arsenal just haven't haven't done it really um, just haven't They've, they've they've had a few great, good games had a few moments but in fairness they've not really done it on the pitch um they've done he's done well to get them to a final and I think the inclusions that he's brought in especially Lucas Theroux who started well kind of faded towards the end um Gondolzi, who I like as well um has had some decent games but also has some really poor ones as well and then you had Bernd Leno who is ultimately replacing Peter Cech in goal uh, now that Peter Cech's now retired from football altogether. Um not the most convincing goalkeeper I've ever seen but he's had some decent performances um, so it's all about next season for Unai Emery but I'm going to stick with the seven because of the final that he's gotten them to and they have a great chance to win the Europa League um,
0: this is their league grading Super Bowl <laughs> boy. I, always, grading. I
5: always kind of flutter towards the European stuff don't I um, I can't I'll still give him a 7 i still give him a 7 because it's his first season and it, it, they could have dropped a lot lower than <laughs> they could have been where Man United are I think 5th considering the seasons that the other teams have had They've just done marginally better than Arsenal. Uh, well, no, the top two have been, f- by far, mm. streets ahead, you know, in another dimension. Um, but, um, yeah, seven for Unai Emery. FBJ. Oh, my player, sorry. Oh, sorry I'm sorry, sorry. 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 Yeah. Um, my player, I'm going to go for um, Aubameyang. Um, joint top sco- goal scorer, uh this is his best season so far in the shirt. Um, Granted, his first season he did do well in getting, I think, double figures, but uh, I think he's this season he's shown that he's more of a purebred goal scorer that we've seen in in his Dortmund days. So yeah, Aubameyang.
1: Um, for me, so in terms of player, I'm gonna go with Aubameyang. I'm a big fan of of him. Um, and he's always a starter for me um, in the team. Obviously, him scoring um, as many goals as he has—22 top joint top goal scorer—been brilliant. So, um, and this is—he's only been out the club for 18 months. Was bought in um, January 2018. So yeah, he's he's added. Uh, f- a, a lethal dimension that I think was lacking with Arsenal yeah. in terms of um, the manager Unai Emery I'm actually again going to give the same mark as I did the previous two managers and the reasons why mm. which is a 7.25 the reasons why is because I think if if and if Man United are anything to go by it's very difficult the transitional period to move from one guy who's been there for 20 odd years um, to to Uh, manage the team through that what is inevitably going to be a transitional period and I think he's done it if you look in comparison to Man United he's done it better Um, they've got a bit of fighter in that team which they had been missing for the best part of eight years Um, although they didn't get into the Champions League you can now begin to take them a little bit more seriously than well certainly the last couple of years under Wenger Mm -hmm. and and Um, I feel they play decent stuff Um, I I will give a separate thing as well I thought they were in the best game of the season for me in terms of pure enjoyment against Spurs at um, the uh, Emirates Mm. Um, yes there's plenty to do the defence is horrific the goalkeeper situation is okay but um, I think for what it is and the start of the rebuilding process, which is going to be a three, four-year cycle. I think he's done well for his first season, so I'm going to give him a
0: 7.25. I'm going to give Emery... Um, I'll give him 7 out of 10. Um, I think that Arsenal... It's mainly been their home form that's been able to keep them. They've won an the average amount of away games. Only 7 they won away. um in regards to being one of the top sides. So that is ultimately what's going to cost them. What's well, so not going to cost, what has cost them um, getting into the top four. Um Home, they've done okay. They only lost to what? Man City and Crystal Palace at home. So they've done okay. But I think that, I think the problem Arsenal fans have had and why they've been so pessimistic at times is because they didn't really know. And I know Harry Simiou said this when um he came on Turkish's show that came on... Um, Arsenal fan TV, they didn't really know what Emery's philosophy was. He's got Arsenal trying to manage the game and reserve some energy and allowing other teams to have possession and hit them. And at a stage like when they played Fulham away from home, he scored some brilliant goals on the counter attack and that worked. But when it doesn't, you're sitting there and you're thinking, you've not entertained us football wise, like at least we had under Arsene Wenger, the fans were thinking, and you've still been getting beaten. So mm-hmm. I think next season they'll walk past the exact style that he wants and if he can obviously delve into the transfer market and bring a couple of people in. But Emery, one thing he is, is a winner. And they're still and they're still obviously outside of the Prem, just for a second, could do it through the Europa Cup. But um, yeah, they've done okay, Arsenal. Again, though, as I've said in previous seasons, even when they conceded less goals, they concede too many goals, they let him 51 goals this season, they can see too many chances and that should have been at least 10 more and that's not even an exaggeration because I've seen them play countless games more in the first part of the season, they did get a bit more tighter in the second part of the season whether it be Leicester, whether um, at home, whether it be Watford at home whether it be West Ham at home numerous games, even when Liverpool came to the Emirates, Liverpool missed chances too teams have been missing key chances against them, so that is why but So missing putting a wipe also as well because of saves made. So once he got in goal, my player of the season, controversially, it might be for some for Arsenal, is but Leno, because I've seen him make countless saves. Even in games when they've been beaten, he's made countless saves, otherwise they would have been embarrassed. So though it's been a hard season for him, he's made some errors, like against Wolves the other day, poor, he should have... Caught the ball, or at least punched it when they lost three-two to Uncle Gassy's Southampton um, <laughs> around um, just before Christmas, etc. So I'm somehow going to give it a letter because I don't think anyone else deserves it. Socrates, who's <laughs> Uncle, uncle still calls the Greek fool Jones, when he's good, he's been really good, but he's had some off days. <laughs> Colossal has not defended as well as you would have thought, though he's been good going forward. Ozil's barely played. Bamiyang, as Demon as labelled flat-track has gone missing in games. Lacazette, if he'd scored maybe two or three more goals, would have gone for him, because he's given more or less the same effort in every single that's game that work he's work played. Who not do, you got many goals? Leno, I'll give it to okay, Leno. Okay. So, yeah, so that's who I'm... Um, so that's who I'm going to go with there in regards to Arsenal. You go, I'm with with
4: uh, in terms of managerial ratings, I'll give it Emery a seven. I'm um, not going to spend too much time on him. The fact that he's had to work on a shoestring budget um, and adapt. This is his first season in the Premier League. I think he's done pretty well. Um, the fact you haven't qualified for the Champions League, you didn't, you didn't bring it to the last game of the season, you have to get marks knocked off for that. Um, and some of the defeats have been very, very, very disappointing. Yeah. I, I, I mean... There's, there's quite a few to be honest so you don't, <laughs> where, do where do I start exactly <laughs> and yes listen Arsenal fans held on to that thing about we've only lost at home to Manchester City in the first game of the season yeah. and they played you off the park at whatever yeah. but then you go and get clapped by Crystal Palace, <laughs> <Yeah>. that, <laughs> Palace that, that, <laughs> and they Palace never looked like losing that game yeah. you were lucky to get that consolation to make it 3-2 yeah. so to me you get serious marks knocked off for that but <laughs> It hasn't been it hasn't been a disaster for him, and I think he will improve next season. Um, they need to give him some money because they talk about forty five million. That kind of time and aces, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. they need to fix up. But um, he's done okay. He's done okay, and outside the premier he's got them to a European Cup final. So props for that. Um, my player is actually Lacazette um, yeah. Yeah. for the simple fact that he never goes hiding. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Like Mane, he scores against the big teams. <laughs> yeah, he scores important goals. <laughs> Abamia, Ababa? What? Listen, Ababa this who? guy's had eighteen months and he scored against Spurs. <laughs> yeah?
0: Everyone else. Oh, and a penalty against
4: <laughs> Oh sorry. A penalty against Man United he should have missed. Yeah. If the man just stood still, he would <laughs> have Yeah like the man does nothing in big games absolutely nothing, nothing. he's a flat trap bully yes listen credit for getting top scoring the thing but I like Salah at least Salah's proven it last season <laughs> this guy goes missing and then he scores hat tricks well not even hat tricks but he scores braces and that but didn't he say
0: that he'll be top scorer because he'll beat yeah, the, the little team that exactly season, that's so. what he does so
4: and and the fact that he misses so, listen the, the stat that came out the other day about the most guilty chances he was second to Callum Wilson <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah he should have been higher the only reason he's not higher because the ones that he He's offside. We're giving offside. <laughs> because remember, before Arsenal, count every shot that he has his own target. You're, you're not counting the ones that he's missing because the linesman puts up his flag. Do you remember the one against
0: Liverpool? Right like, on the line, exactly. But then the linesman flag up. Back it's caught up with
4: him. It's caught up with him. Lacazette does all the donkey work for for Man to score Yeah, it's disgusting. Man
0: City is Cristiano Benzema all over again. It's, it's, it's,
4: it's, it's disgusting. I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. But anyway, I get to Lacazette. I get to Lacazette.
0: <laughs> Uncle Stell who is your Arsenal standout player and what is your grade for Unaime? Um,
2: I'm, I'm going to say Maitland-Niles I mean you're talking about a, a central midfielder that has got bags of potential and he's been stuck at right wing back mm. because we've got no one else there and he's done very well God give it to the lads you know it's, a, it's very difficult for a youngster who's so used to playing one position all their career to slot into a position that they're not really familiar with and make it their own Um. So he's he's been my stand up player. I, I, I'm I'm not going to go for the um the Poundland version of Tyrion Reed because he's a goal scorer. <laughs> goal. He should be scoring goals, you know. And um yeah, he's a good player, but no, he hasn't done anything out of the ordinary. And to be fair, he's, he's stat padding more than anything. But anyway, uh, I'll probably upset a few people by saying that. But anyway, <laughs> that bad he's, he's a, Look, you can't you can't dispute the guy. Twenty two goals. You can't. You can't really say anything about him, but I'm, I'm just still not, still not convinced about him. I don't know whether it's because he's, he's one of those social media cheerleaders. <laughs> you not really taking that serious. I don't know. But um, In terms of Unai Emery, um, and this isn't me being overcritical, I'm going to give him a six. Okay. going to give him a six out of ten. Now, his remit was to get Arsenal in the top four. Mm. Real, even if it's a realistic or unrealistic one, that was his remit. He didn't do it. Fine. I get that it's his first season at the club. I get that he's inherited a lot of garbage. A lot of garbage. And to be fair, he's lost a lot of experienced players, like your Wilshers, your your Sackers. And he's made a couple of decent signings. I think Torreira's been good. I think Guendouzi's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, and Lichstein, I know he hasn't done much on the pitch, but I'm interested to know how much input he's had off the pitch in terms of a, 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 I don't know, a presence or like a yeah. mentor kind Joshua of thing. A, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Arsenal are playing a brand of football which the fans want. But the thing is, again, it's the old habits. It's the mentality. They're, they're weak. They're weak-minded. When they've gone a goal behind in games, when have they really come back to win them? I know at the beginning of the season, you know, um, Emery was making these substitutions and they were getting victories and grinding out victories. But the games that they've lost, and they've lost quite a few, they've been convincing losses. <laughs> Visit, you, <laughs> free, the, one, the, even the 1-0 and the 2 ones, that's what I'm saying the list of 3-0 was embarrassing you're, like, you're lucky to have even got one you're lucky to come over against conceding two <laughs> <Bloody> hell, <laughs> didn't do anything with that well oh. let's be right I mean they went on a, a, an incredible unbeaten streak I think they went 14 league games unbeaten where they won 10 and lost four, uh, and drew 4 yeah Um. but after they they, they beat Spurs and then that 4-2 win against Spurs it's, it's almost as if it defined their season yeah yeah. You know they they got hammered at Liverpool. They they um, they lost at West Ham. They yeah. they lost at City. They you know they, they missed that penalty in the last minute against Spurs. And again, it goes back to what I said about changing that mentality. They're mm. weak minded.
3: Yeah,
2: mm. they're weak minded and, and they're brittle and they can be got at. Um, he still needs to solve the the. Cahounas meta- man, Cahounas. Huh? C- Cajunas, man, Cajunas. Yeah, Cajunas, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a, you know, but again, the thing is, I feel sorry for him because he's. As I said, he's inherited a lot of players that are on big wages, Mm. like your Nictarians, your Urzals, all these other players, and they're not pulling their weight. And I can see he's trying to implement the system. He's trying to to implement a style. And you saw Arsenal at the beginning of the season, especially in pre-season, the players were on their knees because they probably haven't been put through their paces like that before ever, you know? So I think he's got a big job to do. He's on a shoestring budget, whether or not he'll get funds to spend in the summer i don't know you know if they're in this they're in a similar, similar situation to united at the moment in terms of having owners that aren't really sure where to spend the money and more focus on commercial uh, revenue but again we're going to united just a bit but um yeah i, I don't know like i said I, I he's got a plan but whether he can implement it based on the resources that he's got i don't think he can but they, they really need to up that um that transfer kitty and, and get rid of a lot of players on big wages because that's the biggest challenge at the moment for Arsenal. It's not getting into top four. Because I think they can. Yeah. But they need to get rid of these these players like your Urzels and the ones that are on big wages that clearly have got no interest in playing for the club. Yeah. And that's the problem.
0: Yep, 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 yep. Right. So in sixth place is Manchester United. The Red Devils finish on sixty six points. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> Red Devil 66. Right, um, so I know Uncle Stel has just recorded his um, Viva Le Red Army as well, pod as well. Start this off for us, please, Uncle <laughs> Stel. Um, you're great for Mourinho, you're great for Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stand out player if you can pick one through the rubble of that Genius, crap. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, like, what were your thoughts on the season? What were your expectations before the season, and then what did the season tell you?
2: I, I will refer back to my Red, Viva Red Army podcast at the beginning of the season, before the season started. Yeah. I will be surprised if we even get fifth. Um, that's how bad it was, even before a ball was kicked. I mean, our pre season was a mess. Granted, we had a lot of players that were that we'd been in the World Cup, so they're on, on holiday and this and that, but. The first thing we've got to take into consideration, we went on pre-season tour to America. He took a whole bunch of youngsters, yeah. right? This is Mourinho, right? Um, he was moody, he was miserable, and that's because he gave Ed Woodward the list of six targets, and he didn't get any of them. Yeah. In fact, the only one I think he got was Fred, and that's only because he stopped City from getting them, because that's what Mourinho does. He finds yeah. players to stop others from, yeah. from getting them. We saw with um, Villian, for example. Yeah. We saw with uh, Obi Mikel, uh, Michael Espion signing players because it prevents his rivals from getting them and, and it, it makes his own team stronger. Yeah. And I think that was the thinking behind getting Fred. Um, so yeah, out of the six players we went for, I think only one we got, if that. Um, so he was miserable. There was the the Alderweireld situation where we were off Alderweireld and Edward would said no because he believed, he believed, not Mourinho, he believed that the, def- the, f- the defenders that we had already were better than what was available out there. So that, that tells you straight away who is um, calling the shots at United. It's not the manager, it's the CEO. So our, our pre-season was shit. We we drew the first three games. We lost to Liverpool convincingly. Yeah. Um, we, we just about beat Real Madrid in a in friendly. I don't know how that happened. Um, probably because Real Madrid played like other Castilla players. I don't fucking know. Um, and then the last game was... think we drew that as well or did we lose that I can't fucking remember (laughs) so we're starting the season as we need to go on really um the the, the first game of the season was against Leicester it was a a terrible performance but we just about won that game we lost the next two which was Brighton and Spurs and after the Spurs game I thought that was it for Jose in fact I even said on on my show I don't think he'll he'll be there in December um I I knew the writing was on the wall We uh the argument with Pogba continued, the fallout continued, yeah. um, and as I said before on Shooter Defence, the uh, the tail was wagging the dog. Yeah. Um, the players were calling the shots, and Ed Woodward was happy for the players to do so because, hey, he's he's not in the firing line, it's, it's the manager, right? Yeah. Um, bearing in mind that he's the one that gave the manager a new contract at the end of the previous season. Yeah. Um so we were on a hiding to nothing from that. The, the cohesion wasn't there. The players didn't want to know. The, the manager was at loggerheads with the players and, and the CEO. And he was just going back and forth. So we knew right from then that our season was, was going to go down the toilet before it even started. But the problem is we didn't anticipate it being this bad. Um, we got some good results. But then came, obviously, the the Liverpool game, which which was uh, the game where, where Jose was uh, sacked afterwards. And then Solskjaer comes in and all of a sudden these United fans are saying, yeah, Solskjaer's the man and he's the one that's going to lead us to to glory and greatness. And as I said before, um, you can appoint a club legend with the thinking that, yeah, you know, it's going to get the fans on side. It's going to galvanize the team. And yeah, it it did that. But going back to, again, because I feel like I'm repeating myself, like I'm Nostradamus or something. Um, You know, what would happen when we have a bad result? How would the players react? You know, we, we lost that game against Paris Saint-Germain and then we bounced back. Then we lost to Arsenal and then we kind of bounced back. But then afterward, it went tits up. And the reason why it t- went tits up is, is plain and simple. After the Paris Saint-Germain game, before the international break, Solskjaer sat down a group of players and said, you ain't going to be here next season, so start finding other clubs. Unfortunately, some of these players that he told, told were leaving, were still picking them. You're still picking your Herreras. You're still picking your Sanchez's. You're still picking all these other players with Lukakus. Why? Why? So, we went downhill um, and the rest is history. To be fair, Solskjaer was on a hiding to nothing from day one. And the problem that we've got right now is that you can say, you know, Solskjaer hasn't done hasn't done great at the back end of the season, which I agree he did well at the beginning of, of his tenure, but at the back end of the season, it's been dreadful. It's been relegation for me. In fact, if you look at the table, I think we ended the season with 32 behind, thirty two points behind Man City yeah. and 32 points ahead of the relegation zone. <laughs> 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 We're a mid table team. We might as well have be been Newcastle, but with more glory. Whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow hey. down there, sir. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> It's continue. true, but the thing is, we've, as I said, we've got a CEO mm. that cares more about commercial revenue. Mm. And the fact is, if we end the top four, great for the Glazers. If we end if we end in the Europa League, great for the Glazers because we've still got that commercial revenue coming in. And I would prefer us not getting European football at all mm. because it, it shoots them in the foot. I mean, let, let's be real. I mean, they had the, um, the AGM phone call today. And as it turns out, the Glazers last quarter... Uh, they've got £11.6 million in dividends, and it looks like they're going to get the same this quarter. So, at the end of the day, as long as there's money coming in at the club one way or the other, the owners are going to be happy. They don't care what happens on the pitch. The problem is, or what they don't realise, is that the more our form form regresses, the more the the performances end up being shit, uh, the less inclined people are going to be to invest in the club. That's when the alarm bells are going to start ringing. But you know what's going to happen this summer? We're going to spunk another two three hundred million pounds because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. The owners they say, right? We didn't get Champions League, so we're going to spunk this money and throw shit at a wall and hope that it sticks. <laughs> um, but on this occasion, I don't know which agent we're going to jump into bed with because we did it with Mendes, mm-hmm. we did it with Viola, Because don't make make no bones about it, your Rojos, your Falcao, your Di Maria's—all these signings—they they were um, Mendes' clients.
3: Mm.
2: And though the, Mendes actually fell out with uh, Gil and Ferguson. So we weren't doing any business with him. It's only when, when uh, Woodward turns up and he fucking hasn't got a clue. So he's like, oh yeah, let me go to, to bed with this guy because he's got some clients. What happened? Shit signings. And then what happens? We end up in bed with Raiola, who again, fell out with Ferguson over Pogba, ironically. yeah, They came to blows. Um, so yeah, he, he went into bed with Raiola and um, we signed Pogba and Mkhitaryan and the rest is history as I said. So we, we've got a lot of problems and it isn't just the playing staff. It's what happens upstairs now again people will point to the fact that yeah we've spent money over the years and I think we've spent close to a billion pound in the last six years mm. so we can't say that we haven't spent money That that is bullshit we might have been spending money the difference is you can spend money at Poundland or you can spend money at Harvey Nick or Harrods yeah. and we've been shopping at fucking Woolworths which doesn't exist anymore <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's the problem that we have it isn't just uh, the players on the pitch it's the recruitment policy We've got fifty-seven scouts. Brilliant. Fifty-seven scouts—the most scouts in in the, in, Premier, in the League. Premier League. People can tell me that they can't find one decent player that that you know is good enough for the first team. But no, let, let's let's rely on some seventeen-year-olds that have hardly played the game of football <laughs> in the hope that a they uh, catch lightning in a bottle like they did with Rashford, or yeah. be for a year and a half, or wind up uh, uh, finding a a starlet which they can sell on for 20, 30 million pounds, the whole money ball thing, because that's what they want to do. So, yeah, I I could go on all All night about United, (laughs) um, which I won't, because you guys have got things to say as well. And, you know, it's it's probably going to be much more, I don't know, nicer than the way i put it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, the the, the, the be on end all of it is um, if the Glazers and Ed Woodward die in an aeroplane accident, that'd be great. But oh, that's not God. gonna happen. Oh wow. Uh, so we're just gonna have to um I don't know, uh deal with mediocrity until something happens. Hopefully we get taken over, but that's looking less likely because I hear the Saudis are looking at Liverpool now. Um so yeah. Happy fucking days like the Fonz. <laughs> <laughs> so what what <laughs> what
0: grades do you give to burrito and Solskjaer?
2: Uh, I'll give Mourinho a 10 for putting up with this shit. dead uh, <laughs> and walking away with £23 million. Um, uh, this season, Jose, again, I'll give him a 5 yeah. uh, based on his resources and what's, what's been going on. Um, with Ole, I, I, can't, I can't judge him. I can't give him a grade because I, I haven't seen anything of him. Do you get what I'm saying? Half a season, I can't judge a manager mm. uh, based on half a season. If you, if you want to talk about the first 10 games, I'd say, yeah, 10. If you want to talk about the last 10 games, I'd say one. So i will give him an average of five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, and and beneath all the rubble and whatnot, who is your, your, stand- who's your standout player
2: of your the season? Ball? Bloody hell, that's a, that's a nice way to call it. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I've got to call him a fat fucker, He's pizza <laughs> too much. Um, uh, well, I, I can't say Martial because uh, he's too busy shagging about, so no. I can't say Rashford because he's fucking pants. Lukaku <laughs> um, wants to leave. Um, Sanchez is awful. I can't, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anyone. Probably Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah,
0: yeah, good pick. That's
2: yeah, yeah, a good pick. Lindelof, yeah, pick. yeah because he's, he's, he's um, the only right sparking. in, in fact, he's our best defender. Yeah. Only defender, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there was I thinking you were going to pick Phil Jones still.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil Jones, yeah.
0: <laughs> right, um, I'm going to go uh, Man United, right. Uh, I'll go with Pogba, but as I said, I should really be Gary Lindelof, actually. I should really, because he's been more consistent than yeah. Pogba has. Um
2: yeah, can I just interrupt you two seconds there, yeah, right? Yeah. Because I know that you guys are going to have a massive Pogba debate because um, it's it's always going to happen. But um, there's one thing that I've always heard on on social media about Pogba, and yeah, they're saying that he's covered the most ground, he's, he's scored the most goals for us, most assists, yada yada. Think of any any stat you can come up with, Pogba's probably top of it. But also, people are saying, "Oh, look at the people he's playing around him." You know, he's you know he's not um, performing to the, the best of his standards, best of his abilities because of the players that are around him. Let me tell you something, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this with gritted teeth right now, but if you put Steven Gerrard, the prime Steven Gerrard, mm-hmm. in that United team, and let's just say he, well, he was a United fan, hypothetically speaking, right, you will see 20 times the footballer than you do with Paul Pogba. Mm. Mm. Steven Gerrard was a leader. He mm-hmm. gave a shit about the team. He gave a shit about his, his, um, his teammates. Yeah. He was the kind of player that grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck and yeah. players that weren't pulling their weight. He would literally grab him by the balls and say, Yo, this is the fucking biggest club in the world, or one of the biggest clubs in the world. What are you fucking doing?" Yeah. But I see Pogba is just this footballer that is—he's not lazy, far from it, because the stats show that he, he runs, <laughs> you know. But you got a footballer that I, I just feel that he can't be bothered. There's a difference of being lazy and, and can't be bothered. Yeah. A and I just think that he knows that he's gone in the summer. He knows that. You know his agent has probably worked something out with Real Madrid in the last three, four weeks of the season, and he's just been like, whatever, it is what it is. And again, you don't want players that aren't committed, which is why I've been saying I want players that are committed. Yeah. If you beat eleven United players that are hundred percent, one hundred twenty percent committed to the club, I'll take that over a hundred, uh, over eleven players that are classed as world class but can't be fucking asked. Again, I go back to Anthony Martial. I mean, how many standout games has this guy had in his United career? Uh. Five? Six?
0: How dare you say that to Marshall or FC, still?
2: How dare you? Well, no, they, they can come for me, but I mean, they're 10 years old. What are they going to do? <laughs> Fuckers. But, um, yeah, I, listen, I could go on all day about United. And I'm, I, you know, again, I can pick on players that shouldn't even be anywhere near the club. Smalling, Jones, Damian, Rojo, Herrera. Mm. Thanks, fuck, that Russian merchant's gone. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, you know
0: sorry sir I didn't mean to make you angry man no fine.
2: I'll just, just watch my rank video it's 38 minutes of goals
0: anyway, I'll, I'll let you continue I'll just put my feet up and right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to go with um, yeah with Pogger it should really be lived off just for the fact that without yeah. his goals though he's been hella inconsistent Um, without his goals there's been quite a few penalties and that they, they would have amazingly had even less points than they've actually got Um. <laughs> I'll give Mourinho a five like Still did and I'll give Ole 5.5. It was looking like a seven at a stage but mm. then it just came off and it was from when they gave him the job permanently. Mm. I don't think they should have been given the job as permanently. As so you said, we said this on the 40 on Top Show. We said it on the, uh, on here on the 40 pod on, when Dish was on there which I think was number five we said that it's too soon and I did say after the PSG win in the Champions League I don't believe that he showed me anything tactically I think it helped that they had all those injuries and suspensions I, I, in terms of the line people out and they were able to capitalise on the mistakes but to stick with the league form results against Wolves etc it's been unacceptable but even some of the games that they've won they beat Bournemouth at Old Trafford and Bournemouth from set pieces oh. had as many chances as Man United. so even though they were winning 3-1, 4-1 They obviously beat Cardiff 5 1 in Solskjaer's first game. Just felt that there's something not right. Just seemed to look like they're going to concede. They've only scored, what? They've got 65 goals this season, but they let him 54. I I don't know when was the last time United conceded over 50 50 goals in the league. Um, Because obviously, then De Gea this season has had his worst season for them since his opening season. So, yeah, so I'm going to go with that. But United were really, really disappointing. But. As Jose said when he got them to second last season, he said that was his finest achievement, even better than doing the treble with Inter and um, winning the Champions League with Porto and the um, Europa League with Porto as well. Um, And you see what he was saying now, some of those players are not fit to wear the shirt. And I do often say that it was a case that Fergie wouldn't have. Some of the players that are there now have them at the club, but saying that still, there are some in the starting lineup that aren't good enough that he bought the Smallins and the Joneses, etc., in this world. So, yeah, that's my grades for you know. <laughs>
4: I'll keep it short and sweet, bruv. <laughs> Mourinho gets a five, <laughs> Solskjaer gets a four. <laughs> Yeah, I think that brother's is out of his depth.
0: Yeah, <laughs> actually, they
4: appointed him too soon. He
0: won the league with Moulder. How
4: Listen, dare! Listen, <laughs> he got Cardiff <5th> relegated, <laughs> yeah? and then they come to Old Trafford and clap them up. <laughs> From that alone, you are in trouble, <laughs> bruv yeah, you're making all these statements about, yeah, player's not fit to wear the shirt, blah, blah. That's all good and well. But make them back you financially in the summer and see what you waste 200 million yeah. and start that season with four defeats out of five yeah. and see what happens to your ass, yeah? <laughs> He's going to get found out next season, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't manage Manchester United on heart and passion. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm. You've got to have a bit of nouse. Yeah?
3: Everything
4: Jose said, as much as I don't like this, brother, everything is coming true. Yeah. What you said. Yeah? yeah? Everything's come to, come to the yeah. forefront. But... I'm so, just
2: surprised that you are
4: only noticing this now. Listen, I'm, I'm, no, no. I've been too busy laughing at them. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I've been too busy laughing to take it, to fo- take it fully, fully focused on your club, bruv. It's, it's, it's a shambles. When, when,
2: when those fucking gimps took over in 2005, make <laughs> no mistake about it, we were saying that one day we might end up like Leeds. But <laughs> like, and people were laughing. I was saying "Nah, you're being silly." Yeah, it could it happen.
4: And this yeah. is what I'm saying. This is a dangerous thing. It's I think because everyone's expecting Manchester United yeah, to come back, but it, yeah. in, Listen, see, see you're going to get no, no, stronger. No, no, Liverpool get stronger. Yeah. Every other team is going to get stronger, and you lot are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah?
2: But this this was always going to happen. And, and this is what I understand. Like, I, I'm just thinking. Am I am I just old. Am I just like a really old dude in the sense that I've seen too much football for, to know that you know, you can't be this successful for a, a sustained period, period of time? Yeah. I mean, look at Liverpool's success in the 60s and 70s and the 80s, right? Yeah. Did any Liverpool fan think that the success would ever end? I, possibly. Yeah. But when you're winning so many games and winning so many tournaments and competitions and whatnot, you think that it will never end. You're invincible. Yeah. But it stopped they stopped winning the, the title and it's been what almost 30 years now sorry Dean, but you know it's been <laughs> almost 30 years now with us people are saying ah United will bounce back we ain't gonna bounce back with not with this regime anyway
4: yeah I we fully agree back. Yeah. You're you living off the name. Do. You're living off the name, like that's and you, yeah. brand, like this Ed Woodward this guy. Point. He thinks Man United, Man United can attract everybody and anybody.
2: Why do you think, like you know, Nike are selling all these Air Jordan uh, boot uh, trainers, whatever, because of the name? Yeah, it's been a fucking name. What's Michael Jordan since? What did he do when he retired? He played baseball for a bit, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. he did like one in forty-five, and he did fuck all. Twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're living off the twenty-three. Yeah. We're living off the seven.
4: It's true. It's true. And the thing is. <laughs> And the what? thing
2: is, people don't realize they're like, oh yeah, yeah, United they're gonna bounce back. We're not gonna, f- we ain't not fucking you know trampoline. We're gonna bounce
4: back. You have become the banner club in terms of transfer window as well because I keep saying it. Like you said, you your lot's um, aim was to basically steal players off um, other clubs, yeah. yeah? And I I genuinely believe that Man City and Arsenal came together and made you buy Sanchez. For, like, <laughs> I think they set you up for like a kiffer, bro, to get well, Sanchez.
2: I, listen, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if, if uh, Mourinho either said, let's get him to stop C, or Woodward said, well, I want to get him because he's a marquee name. Let me yeah. tell you something, right? The, si- the warning signs were there in 2005 when the Glazers took over, yeah. right? Absolutely. The biggest warning sign, which, again, lo- not many people tend to refer back to, it was when we sold Ronaldo. No, not because we sold Ronaldo, yeah. but with who we replaced him Antonio with. Antonio Valencia. <laughs> Valencia. No, not just him. Michael Owen. Yeah. yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And Gabriel Obertan. Oh, yeah. Oh, my.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we sold yeah. the World Player of the Year for a world record fee then. Yeah. And we replace him. In fact, how much did we spend that summer? Like, Seven million? It's that.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah,
2: and we still managed to get to Champions League final a couple of years after.
4: Yeah, this yes, is true. Know
2: what Ferguson was about. That's what Ferguson could do. But we've got a manager here that, okay, he's unproven. But the thing is, we're going to start, man. You need to start somewhere. Yeah. So the, the problem will always be the owners. And the one thing that is starting to annoy me about Ole right now is that he's turning into a puppet. Granted, he's not going to slate the manager. He's, sorry, he's not going to slate the owners. He's not going to slate Woodward. But he's coming up with these, these uber-positive things. It's like, listen, don't try to pull the wool over our eyes. We know what's going on at the club. Mm. We know what the financial situation is. We know that we need to sell before we can buy. We know that we can't compete to get these big names. And even if we do sign big-name players, they're not going to be players that want to play for United. They want to play because of the money that comes their way. Yeah. That's what it is. So we need to start buying these, these younger players like your Daniel James, who, who is going to join us. I mean, they, they, um, the United took him to Old Trafford when we played Barcelona in the, uh, in the first leg. OK. Uh, and so they kind of uh, tapped him up there, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, like we tried to do with Robin when with dad, but that didn't come over. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to have to sign these lower-end footballers that actually want to play for the shirt. And I'm happy with that. Don't get me wrong. If these players give 110%, Fantastic. But don't give me these fucking 20, 30, 40 million pound players that come from dibby dibby country and are supposedly some kind of future world player of the year, but they know that full well that in three or four years' time, they're going to fuck off to Barcelona. (laughs) That's, that's for me, I don't want to know. Look at Liverpool right now. You tell me how many of those players actually want to leave Liverpool, even if they don't win anything. How many of them would would want to leave? None of them. None of them. Because they know they've got a manager there. They've got a manager with a structure there. That is going to back the players. It's going to back the manager, and they've got a youth system that is thriving. What about our, What happened to our youth academy? When Brian McClair left as technical director, what did they do? They waited six years. They sat on their fucking hands. Yeah. and thought, Oh yeah, don't worry. We'll just keep producing players. Yeah. What Daniel Welbeck and Tom Cleverley? These are the <laughs> players that we're producing. And then we catch lightning in the bottle for fucking eighteen months with Marcus Rashford. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's you know he's going to be a world class talent. Yada yada. He's a fucking fool, man. Another Danny Welbeck, but minus a coach.
4: <laughs> <laughs> in, in that respect, in terms of your 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 player, your standout player, I honestly couldn't think of one. I, try, I tried I, I went through the list yeah. and I thought they've all been yeah. trash bro. they've, all, they've all been trash shall, I can't think shall, of one shall we, shall we give it to Lindelof by default I'm not giving it to nobody <laughs> <laughs> what nobody about to, Scott then? none of them yeah the I, all I can man? think about who your worst players are or your worst performance. <laughs> yeah. and I, I come Pogba the hair Phil Jones Chris Smalling the lot of them Martial <laughs> Ashley Young <yeah>? Ashley Young <laughs> all of them yeah I can't think of one player who's been remotely good all season I get to the kit man yeah, that's what I get to yeah. and that's it and you that's you've
2: it you've got the youngster the youngster 27 year old Jesse Lingard oh yeah the youngster it's the same <laughs> age as Morsella he might get
4: it for his moonwalk he might get it for his moonwalk <laughs> yeah. that's the way he's dancing like a
2: paedophile <laughs> wicked brilliant that's the of fame Jesse brilliant yeah <laughs> Oh, oh, man. I mean, <laughs> do you know what cracks me up about the whole thing? The guy, the the, the build up uh, to the Liverpool game, is the nil nil, right? Yeah, he was releasing a fucking clothing line. Could you not wait to the end of the season? Yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah, exactly. spring collection that you're too worried yeah. about. You fucking nah no, don't get me started. <laughs> got those at full-time devils sucking his cock because he fucking did a video for him after the semi-final against spurs. And then what happened in the final, Jesse? Where did you go? <laughs> where did you go, Jesse?
0: Fucking yeah. will Oh, my God. I've still had it. Right, FB, FB <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah, like D-Man said, it was a tough one to try and find um, a player of the season. um. Do you I know what? I, I, again?
2: That's what
1: I yeah. to say. <laughs> I actually thought Lindelof because of what the reasons what you guys have said. I think basically he is Man United's defense, and that goes to say a lot. Um, but I'm actually, I'm actually gonna go for Pogba, an unconvincing selection purely down to the fact that the the, the what you said, um, Dubs. Mm. Anything attacking wise in terms of goals and what have you, he tends to be. Involved in it, yeah. um, and without him, or certainly when he wants to uh, give some level of performance, you probably would think Man United would be lower down uh, the league table. So just by just by default, I guess I'm giving it to Pogba in that regard. In terms of the the managers and the ratings, um, I'm going to give Mourinho. Um, I'm going to give him four. I I get what um, Steph said in terms of. Um, what he's had to work with and what's going on behind the scenes and there are mitigating circumstances but one of the things that I look at is that you get that in many clubs but your job as a manager is to manage the 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 the, the team on the field and a lot of Man United fans which you've already said as well go went into the well the the the, the last summer transfer window before even starting the season who had there was negativity yeah. and a large part of that came from Mourinho yeah. and it just continued slating his players. I mean, even he gave Valencia the captaincy and the very next day said that <laughs> he's fat and overweight. I mean, what kind of motivation <laughs> is that? It's, it's just, it's madness. So a lot of the problems Man United have had this season, he has been a big part of it as well, in my personal opinion. And I actually like Jose. Um, in terms of Solskjaer, again, it's very hard to judge because... It's too early in the season and and, and and you know You could give it that newspaper Media knee jerk Oh he's the best thing since sliced bread Oh he's crap um, It's very too early I'll give him six Though for argument's sake Purely because mm. He's kind of given something um, From a really really bad situation In which uh, Certainly in Jose's tenure It's not necessarily him But during Jose's tenure It was Man United were dead There's a little bit of life in Man United, not much, but there's a little bit of life. So we will see. I'm a little bit more optimistic about social going forward than you guys, but we'll we'll see.
5: It's Sammy, player. uh, Reluctantly, I'm going to give it to Pogba. Um, I think, if anything, he's the only glimmer. Of light that I saw in that team, Um, without his goals and assists, um, they'll be a lot worse off when they where they are. Managers, Mourinho. I'm gonna give him a 4.5, mainly because you know if we were saying in the show first season syndrome, he he tends to suffer a bit in his first season, and he and he did, Um, and I just got tired of him really. If I'm being honest with you. Uh, although I think the best football they played under him when was about twenty minutes against Everton, and uh, after that they weren't that great, but they won the game. But um, no, I, I, I slowly got tired of Mourinho. I give a Gunasolska. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a five point five. Um, first ten games, wonderful, great. The savior's here to rescue us from the the madness that we endured under Mourinho after the PSG game. You thought they would go on and just climb, climb, climb. But no, they got they got they got beat. You know, and they got clapped by Arsenal. So since then it's just been awful and I said on the show that I, I think he should get it if United you know, get top four. They haven't got top four so and he's still in the job. So it's he he, he yeah, he'll be there next season and like still was saying I mean, you're gonna give them money to buy players, but what players are gonna to want to come to United uh, under a manager who's not proven at that level? So, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting times for your club, Uncle Stel. So, um, yeah, that's it.
0: Right. So obviously, the aim, obviously, when D Man came with the idea, was to um, go through the league one to twenty, but that's obviously the top six because there's been so much to say. <laughs> It's taken up so much time That's what Just under two hours We're looking at that What we'll do is For the next podcast And even bits and pieces Of this will be done On the um, 40 On Top show On the coming Saturday mornings We're going to Halt that part To the season review there And we're going to Move on to wrap up The pod for the last Like five <laughs> To ten minutes or so With the usual League roundup um, That we do So Just quickly As we go through The EFL League Norwich won the title, won the championship with ninety four points. Um, so they are back in the Premier League, just yeah. like the old days with Jeremy Goss and, and, and Chris Sutton in so the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, they've done brilliantly, as I said, with all the players that they lost. What they lost: Pritchard, Madison, mm. the Murphys, and they've been able to get themselves up. They've done well. Big shout out to um, Tim Cruel because mm. when they Norwich they've quite expansive with their football and without the saves that he's made this season they would never have won um, this title just want to point it out because they let in what 57 goals this season compared to second place Sheffield United who only conceded um, 41 um, what Sheffield United back in as well just like the old days yeah. with, with Brian Dean and the mandat just like the old days mate yeah Norwich and Sheffield United back in the Prem unfortunately though we will have no leads <laughs> back in like the old days the lead chap Days, Rod Wallace and that because um I'm g- coming to you um, Uncle Stel with this the, two, the playoffs got played third place Leeds played sixth place Derby the first leg finished 1-0 to Leeds and then um, Derby won a thrilling second leg yesterday 4-2 to go through 4-3 on aggregate <laughs> couple of goals for Marriott off the bench I'm a big fan of Marriott Mason Mount um, with yeah, a, yeah, couple, yeah. a couple as well he, uh, I, I rate uh, Mason Mount highly um, sorry Mason Mount scored the Harry Wilson penalty yeah. so yeah um as well. Um and then in the other one, um and I know me and D man, I know numerous others were so happy, in the Brom derby, uh, Villa won the first leg two one against West Brom. Mm-hmm. The second leg was won one nil um by West Brom, went to penalties. So extra time, no goals and then penalties. Villa won on penalties. Um Tammy Abraham lucky it was a poor penalty to win it. Uncle still who is gonna win the playoff final at Wembley out of Aston Villa and Derby County, fifth and sixth?
2: Mm, it's a difficult one. Uh, both teams playing very good football. Um, Dean Smith has done a remarkable job since taking over at uh, um, Villa. And Lampard has been exceptional. The only thing is, I just think that the occasion might get to the Derby players. I know they've got a lot of youngsters. They've got Huddleston and Keo and um, and uh, Ashley Cole, obviously, have been there and done that. But yeah. it's, a, it's a fairly young squad. Um, but Villa, they got some some. I would say big game players as such, but they've got a bit more experience, so I think they will just edge it. But then again, it's, it's that playoff final, man. We've seen so much happen over the years, so many big results, big performances. I remember Dean Windass scoring a winner for for Hull in the final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. you know, Ooh, Hopkins for yeah. Crystal Palace over the years, and it's difficult to, to predict a winner. But it, if I'm going with my head, I'll probably say Villa.
0: Vina, yeah. um, I've got a feeling Barbi are going to cause a surprise in fact Lampard's going to be given this big <laughs> this big status in, in regards to look at what he's done in his first season in management now they've got there, cause actually, what it needs to come up but since Spygate it's just gone pear-shaped, pear-shaped for them they've lost three they lost three of their last they five in the, the league, league and unfortunately continued um, that form on do you think still that Bielsa will still be there next season?
2: No chance no chance whatsoever. I mean, the guy looks broken already. Um, he, he looks like a broken man. And let's be honest, Bielsa, he, 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 as great as he is as a coach, he's also one of these guys that will throw the towel out the pan and do one. I mean, didn't he leave Lazio after two days or
0: something? Up like that, it? yeah. So, he's,
2: he's, he's got a habit of jumping ship when the shit hits the fan. So... I don't know, and on top of that, I don't think Leeds are going to back him financially. They're not financially strong in comparison to a lot of the teams that are coming down. Uh, Look at Fulham, for example. I mean, they can afford to spend £100 million. Uh, I know they didn't keep them up. Huddersfield, obviously got the money, the backing. They've got a new uh, chairman. Um, I know they're going to lose a few players, but again, they'll be financially stable. Uh, Cardiff, even, even they will have a bit to spend. I mean, I know that they didn't. I don't know about the whole Salah uh, incident, uh, I don't know if they, they've paid out or whatever, but you know, for, for a club like Cardiff to be spending £8 million on a player, that's pretty unheard of. So, mm. I think financially, Leeds aren't as strong as, as a lot of the clubs that are in the division. On top of that, but don't forget, he's called on a, a lot of youngsters, and they did get burnt out at the back end of this season, and mm. we saw it the other night. You know, Even with 10 men, they did look threatening. But they look leggy and they were making rash decisions. You saw the challenge from yeah. the, the the centre back that got him sent off and I don't know, I, I can't see him staying there. Let's be real. What he's done with, with Leeds this this season, um, it's been quite remarkable. And his stock's gone up as well. Forget the fact that they didn't go up, his stock has gone up to even get them, you know, where they ended.
0: Some of the football they played was just well, there yeah, it a is. Swim. so
2: so what's to say that, you know, a club. Let's say, for example, if Chelsea get rid of Sorry, what's to say they don't get Bielsa? Yeah, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah, Stranger yeah. things are happening in football, but I, I, I can't see him being there in the summer. And look, and if Jimmy Hasselbank, a Leeds legend, says that he's not going to be there, um, I have to go with Jimmy.
0: Yeah, yeah, therefore, D, D. Who's going to um, go up? Who's coming up to the Premier?
4: First of all, can I just say Leeds United are a disgrace? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the position that they was in, yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. way they doing how doing, they finished yeah. the season, yeah. and I have to shout out my best friend Chris because he said with Bielsa in charge, they're going to play this wonderful football (laughs) and his teams have a tendency to burn out come the end of the season. So he said, this is going to happen to Leeds yeah, and they're not going to go up. And and he he was spot on. on. But um, in terms of, I hope, I hope Derby come up. Hmm. I can't stand John Terry. (laughs) Anything that he's involved in, I want him to fail. Yeah, But like Stelz said, I think the occasion might get to Derby. But you know what? I think I think I think I think Derby got it, you know I think they're gonna do I think they're gonna su- I think they're gonna surprise I think they'll do the same thing go down one 0 and yeah, come back and and win come, the game. That's what I'm gonna say. I think yeah. they're gonna completely outplay
0: them. Got one nil. Yeah. They're gonna end up losing yeah. 2-3-1 yeah. With these is, that 2 Lampard
4: is it Lampard? What he's done at Derby, yeah. I think he deserves a spot in the yeah, Premiership. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Again, if he doesn't, if he doesn't come up with Derby. He's not to, to say that Chelsea, Chelsea come through. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I think. I think
0: Lampard and Stephen Gerrard will be of their respective clubs, clubs. Yeah. will be yeah. The, yeah. Next, the next manager. I think That's true. will take over the club.
4: Yeah. Mm. So in a few years. I, I'll be following Lampard what he's been doing at Derby and I, I'm impressed with him and Jody Morris. Yeah. Um, Jody
0: Morris is ill because yeah. we all know what he did with Chelsea. With the, you've you've seen him, exactly. They've
4: so in these yeah. and they're doing a the thing. I, right? I hope I they game, do. So and I, yeah. I think it'll be a very good game as well. I actually think it's going to be a good game. But um, yeah... Props, props to Villa as well. I mean, they spent because they spent another season. They came down when Newcastle come down, didn't they? Yeah, and they lost in the playoff final last year to Fulham. Yeah, him. so to come back from that, they sat Bruce. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dean After Jones. Got thing loved it's Dean
0: head. Jones they got in, isn't it? Huh? Um, yeah, Villa the manager, and they looked out of it. and They won like about eleven or something like yeah. that in a row. Yeah. And yeah, just flew up and got in there. But this is
4: the cruelty of the of the championship, though, because look, Norwich and Sheffield United have gone up. Third and fourth place are like both got knocked out in the first stage of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And it's fifth and sixth that could be getting, one of them could be going up to the... And with a trophy. Bob it, deserve hard. it. No, they do. West they ball, do yeah. deserve it. They deserve it. <laughs> but um, I, think, I think Derby will do it. I think Derby will do it. And I, I'll be rooting for Derby as well.
0: Laps, I'll take it back because remember, when well, they won like two out of ten or whatever it is, I said yeah. that. Is he, 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 he going to get shifted? They come back well, finish up the season strong. FB Jabroni, who's, who's going up in the championship, man?
1: Um... Usually in the playoffs, it tends to favour the team that is in good form. Um, They time it to perfection. And with that, in this particular thing, I think Derby are in... uh, They're timing it to perfection. I would like Derby because they're the exciting team. But Villa have that... I think, yeah, Villa have that resolve. But I'm going to lean towards Derby... Mm. I'm just impressed with how they came back against Leeds, so some fight. You don't. You can have all the skill in the world, but if you haven't got fight, which we talked about in, with Man United and their players, you can't do anything. So I'm going to lean towards Derby. I think they, they'll be playing Prem football uh, next season. Will Bielsa still be the leader? No, 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 no? Uh, no. If he is, i would be absolutely shocked. Do, uh, you,
0: do you think, obviously you still mentioned um, Chelsea before, do you think that someone that... Brighton might have a pop and try and get Bielsa yeah. because they've sat you t- apparently because they thought yeah. his style was agricultural yeah. so will they go for Bielsa and try and get expensive
1: well I was yeah. saying this to one of my friends yesterday that I wouldn't be surprised if next season we see Bielsa in the Premier League which team I don't know Ooh, Newcastle United <laughs> imagine, imagine. But, but yeah you know a team like that I think because of his alright the Spygate thing has not helped but he's well regarded Pep Really likes him a lot. He really respects yeah, him. He respects him a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. With, with, with that as well, I think if there was a managerial post in around the mid-table, he, he you know a team would throw their hat in the ring. Brighton, no, I, I don't think so because I think they've already got someone that they're earmarking. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, I can certainly see Bielsen managing the Premier League next matches. next season.
0: <laughs>
5: Big <laughs> so, sabby. Um, OK, yeah, um, I'll say for Leeds and West Brom, karma came to bite them right in the derriere. Uh, West Brom for second down more and for Leeds for Spygate shooting his mouth off when he didn't finish the job, basically.
3: Mm.
5: Aston Villa, I think, will edge it because of the experience, although I can't stand, I can't stand John Terry either as much as Dima. I can't stand him. Um, I would like Derby to win it because we've got our kid in there, Harry Wilson. But I think Aston Villa will kind of just nip it to the post um, overall. So I think they'll, they'll take the last position. Cool, cool,
0: cool. Bielsa, will you still
5: be there next season? No, no, no. I, I don't think, no. It's, it's, top, it's top draw. It's top he draw. won't be there tomorrow. He won't be there. <laughs> won't be there. <laughs> you know? Because even, even after that game, he, he looked broken. he looked yeah, like... He was on he the really verge of tears. If, if anything, he Something probably was crying. Yeah, yeah. So who's to say uh, any club can come in for him, he'll
0: do a job. But um, Brighton's a good shot. Right, so to League One, Luton and Bluton champions, Barnsley in the second, uh, Sunderland have just knocked Portsmouth out 1-0, Charlton and the Dogcast are playing their second leg tomorrow, Charlton are winning 2-1, who is going to go up from League oh. One to the championship?
1: Me personally I think Charlton I oh, love Charlton. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think Bowie has done a good job yeah, yeah. there. But to yeah, to keep it brief I'll say Charlton.
4: Yeah, same Charlton as well. I'd love Charlton. I hope Charlton do it because one of my mates from work, he is a Charlton fan, he's actually going to the game yeah. tomorrow. Um what uh is it Boya has yeah. done for, for Charlton? Impressive. Mm. Um yeah, another opportunity to sit to, to, to see go to a London club in a championship. Why not? Why not? Good luck. <laughs> Uncle Stel, who's coming up from League One?
2: Uh, I hope Charlton, man.
3: Yeah.
2: I really hope Charlton because I I want to see another Sunderland Netflix documentary with their fans crying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T Man does too. <laughs> 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 you
2: know, the in celebrating uh, Aguero's winner like they fucking won the league. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Get Chris Comnor as your manager thinking that he's going to work miracles like he did with Wales. What happened? <laughs> down! Oh, wow. The
0: funny thing is, you say in his name, he got sacked um, uh, yesterday evening from um, that Chinese team he's at. Well, there, there you go. He's oh, Shanghai Shenhua or whatever. <laughs> he's going to go home to Charlotte though, so he's still Ooh, winning. winning. still man.
2: winning! It crumbles
0: like a fucking cookie. i get give <laughs> that. Finally, to Lincoln won. Uh, the league, Berry second, West Brom, West Brom goodness me, Milton Keynes third, and then the playoff final is going to be between Tranmere and Newport County. Big up Newport because they went on one hell of a run um, to conclude the season to even get into the playoffs, and so now they're in the final. Who's going up out of Newport and Tranmere? you yeah. Who's that Who's
4: aimed at? Anyone, anyone. I, I, I hope Newport go up. I hope
1: Newport go up. I, I personally think it will be Newport. Again, much like what I said, it's all about timing to perfection if you're talking about the playoffs. And they've timed it their run to get into the playoffs and they're informed. So I always lean towards the team who's informed to see them over the line. So I'll say Newport in this one.
5: Yeah. I was going to say Tramier. Donald uh, Aldridge used to play for them. But yeah, I think Newport, as Fran said, Newport, they've just kind of nipped into that playoff position. So I would fancy
0: them as well. I want Newport, but I think Tranmere are going to go up.
4: I couldn't care less. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't care less. So, the only team I'm really familiar with is Tranmere, so I'm going to say them.
0: Mike Dean, the super ultra.
4: Yeah, and and for Mike Dean, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Just to see that celebration again. (laughs) (laughs) Tranmere.
0: Right, and, and, and to conclude the EFL, big up, Sol Campbell keeping up Macclesfield come on Sol <laughs> Macclesfield just about avoiding the drop so Notts County and Yeovil will be playing in the Vanarama conference next season right so just two European leagues as we end who is winning the Bundesliga Oh, well. Bayern Munich <laughs> <laughs> Bayern Munich are two points clear of Dortmund but Bayern are playing Eintracht Frankfurt who need to win to secure uh, a Europa European qualification from Wolfsburg but also they could sneak into the Champions League places and then Borussia Dortmund are playing München Gladbach, who are fourth can Frankfurt upset Munich and can Dortmund win to sneak the league title I already know D-man's answer but I'll <laughs> go too fast anyway
4: this league's been done for a while. Yeah? <laughs> Dortmund are pretenders. They always have been, always will be. Yeah? Stop wasting people's time. We know where this title is going. It's going back to Bayern Munich. <laughs> for the what God knows how many consecutive seasons. <laughs> yeah? It's over. No way of Bayern letting this slip. It's, it's, listen, up. I know it'd be a fairy tale if Dortmund did do it, but come on. I'm sorry, your dream's over. I'll still,
0: could do
4: it?
2: <laughs> uh, do you know what? They they can do it. I, I, the thing is, I'm, I'm a bit wary of, of Frankfurt because Frankfurt beat Bayern Munich in the cup final last season, didn't yeah.
0: they? Ripped them, didn't and, they? And that by a stopped, <laughs> yeah, and that
2: stopped Bayern from doing a domestic double or treble. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, so they, they've got the capabilities, and, and obviously, with Jovic up front, is a different class. Mm. But listen, when it comes to the title, whether Bayern Munich win, lose, or draw, Fulton have always got a bottle job in there. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, we, I know Marco Wright is back for the, for the game against Mönchengladbach. Yeah. But, you know, again, Mönchengladbach, they want to get into the Champions League. However, they've got Thorgan Hazard, who's going to Dortmund. So let's yep. see how that pans out. So, yeah. Are you
0: insinuating that we might get an incident like um, De free last season when he helped Inter win to get into Champs and he was going Absolutely. there from Lazio?
3: <laughs>
0: right, who's, who's going to win the Bundesliga? Big Sammy?
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, Dortmund did poorly man because they were in that position for a while and they flopped now Bayern snuck back in I, I, I can only see Bayern winning it finishing off the job
1: Um the Bundesliga mirror is pretty much like the Premier League with Dortmund playing the role of Liverpool where to a degree it was in their hands yeah. when you give a team that is experienced like Bayern Munich a sniff back in they won't let it up so um, I, I, yeah it would be going back to uh, Bavaria uh, the league title
0: <laughs> there you go Right um, I'm hoping that Dortmund do it But I think inevitably Bayern will get a point At sheer minimum And that will be enough For them to win it So right um, And Who's going to uh, One game left In the uh, Congratulations Ajax Winning the Erevediza Right The first one Since the 13-14 season right. And PSV Deserved just as much Corners Dortmund Because they had a Double figure point Lead over them as well And they've come back To win that who one game left in Portugal? Uncle still Benfica <clears throat> are two points ahead of Porto. Are they going to get the win and win the league, or are Porto going to snatch it on the last day? Who, who
2: Benfica playing?
0: Let's have a butchers. Da, 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 da. Ah.
2: Do do do. Talking about real off Rio Ave or
0: Victoria Gomes. That right. Let's see you Benfica play. <laughs> Benfica are playing Santa Clara, and they're oh at home. Life. And they're at home. <laughs>
2: oh for fuck's sake! Is, is,
0: is this is going to be like uh, eight-goal handicap. <laughs> and Porto are Benfica, oh, yeah, oh, no. Benfica, Benfica have got this. Guess who Porto have got? They're at home to flipping sporty Lisbon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Benfica Santa. <laughs> I should have checked the fixtures <laughs> first. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: was, give uh, give that Santa Clara the, fuck the call. Give him a 6 0 head start. Honestly, <laughs> man, it's going to be a car crash TV, mate.
4: Goodness <laughs> me. Is it any way
0: Port, Porto can nick the Portuguese title? No. No? Slim and none. No, it's no. very no. tricky. Right. Man. So, right, the very last thing to do, because we are done. We had a couple of questions in. I'm only going to go through two of them. Um, Bashi, big up Bashi! Um, weekly listener to the Footy on Top show has asked, "What is the greater achievement, Liverpool getting ninety-seven points and winning the Champions League, or City winning the domestic treble?" I think he's kind of answered it within the question. To be honest,
4: come on now, you win three trophies in the season. You want to talk about ninety-seven points? Come when you got ninety-eight? Come on now, bruv Let's be real. You
0: no, said if they win the Champions League. As well.
4: Yeah, I know that, bruv <laughs> But come on, and listen the league is your bread and butter that yes. shows you who the best team is yeah. you're the most consistent team the, the Champions League is elite in name yeah. but it's a cup competition yeah. don't get me wrong if Liverpool do it it's amazing but you can't compare that to a domestic treble that no one has done before <laughs> come on now bruv that's not a serious question it might, it might be for
0: me it's, it would still be Man City because of the three trophies and obviously the league is the holy grail so yeah Man City
1: oh do you know what do I would have said I would said the treble but the the, the easy run City have had to get to, the, <laughs> I mean, dead teams. No, but look, I mean, yeah, look, it's all about winning. As far as I'm concerned, and if City do something historic, which was always seen as the treble until the uh, emergence of European football, um, I, I, I would lean towards that. Just even though they play, face some dead teams, though. Wait, what was the question big, again? Big Sammy, what is the big? This guy.
0: <laughs> You're meant to be giving rapid, quick answers. What is the bigger achievement? Liverpool getting 97 points and winning the Champions League, or City winning the domestic treble? Ah uh, no, the domestic treble. Domestic treble. Yeah, domestic treble. Yeah. Uncle what you said? Is it? Is well, it kind of I'm obvious?
2: Glad that the League Cup and the FA Cup has got some kind of relevance now. You know, before it was the League Cup, it was the Mickey Mouse Cup, wasn't
0: it? Everyone was laughing. <laughs> yeah, was yeah. What, what was it? Um, tin pot cup tin pot cup
2: yeah all these different names and people are saying it's shit but all of a sudden now they're close to winning a treble it's relevant it's still a trophy give me the Champions League any day of the week
4: any day of the week. Yeah. No, it's a it's a bigger don't give us it a, a bigger competition. But what's the biggest a bigger achievement? Yeah, ah, winning I mean, a cup competition good, or winning oh, free.
2: Oh, ask Arsenal. They've never won it before. Ouch.
0: right. And then the very last question to conclude the pod. Darren T has said. Uh, big up Darren T, he's been on the pod before, he said, question for tonight, he said, in terms of all roundability, is Luka Jovic better than Harry Kane? What are you saying, Uncle?
2: Um, I, 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 look, I'm not going to lie to you, I haven't seen um, Luka Jovic as much as I've seen Harry Kane. Um, Harry Kane has scored goals in the Premier League, he's scored goals in the Champions League. Yeah. Novich is still young yeah he's um, still got a lot more game for him and let's be honest without without denigrating the, the Bundesliga it's going about a league with an average of three goals a game um, but having said that you know the the, the lad is uh, he's small he's mobile um, you know he's got, he actually gets a good heart on his ground doesn't he um, yep, yep I don't know for me I still think Kane edges it to be fair but then again he's been doing it longer isn't he so yeah I' would say Kane edges it
0: I'm going to go with Kane, because Kane was actually, when he first started at Tottenham, was kind of playing behind Ademayor as a number 10. I think that might actually be his natural position, but he's shown he's a goal scorer now. So for all round, I'll go for Kane, but Jovic is still young, what, 21? This has been his coming out season, going alone to Frankfurt. Um, now, obviously, he's concluded he's moved, um, well, the deal has been done for him to go to Real for 60 million euros, I believe it is, and then 25% of that goes to uh Ben... Benfica for obviously the sell-on fee to Frankfurt so we'll see now. I think you'll get a good amount of goals for Real Madrid next season, but at the moment you have to go with Kane as being the better all round guy.
4: I agree. I don't know much about Jorich, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um but like still says Kane's, Kane's got years on him. Yeah. Mm. And he's been doing it for a long time and at an elite level. Um he is world-class. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm finally sorry, have said, to say. It <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i have to go with Harry Kane. I'll go with Harry Kane. What uh, are
1: you saying, FBJ? Became for me, again. Yeah. I've not seen enough of jo- Jovic to yeah. make a comment, but every question um, that has been posed to Kane, he's answered, um, done it on all levels. So it became for me. Sam's going to say Granit Xhaka. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, no, no. Um... <laughs> No, came for me. I mean, he's consistent uh, season in and um, on all levels as well. Jovic, uh, at 21, he's done very, very well. He almost scored 30 goals this season for Frankfurt. So, uh, props to him, and I think he'll do well on the next club that he moves on to. Um, great talent, but came for me. Um, seeing it, he's been consistent and he, he is playing at the level at a consistent level. So yeah, came.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah, so what we'll do then, because obviously we didn't envision, obviously the top six taking so long. On the next pod, we will do position seven to twenty, and in the same format. So go through the best player from the team and grade the manager. So for this, we have to put it down as the top six pod was a part one. Um, that is it. So a big thank you to um, Uncle Stell for coming oh, on. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Uncle Stell. Big up. Mm. Big up. Let us know about the fundraiser, please, and obviously your own podcast before you go, please.
2: Yeah, so um, we're all doing a fundraiser, all chipping in to um, raise funds for the Sickle Cell Society, mm. um, and we've decided to do a charity sweepstakes involving the Champions League finals. So all you have to do is email us, uh, or you can email me, shootingdefence at gmail.com, with your prediction or who scores the first goal in the Champions League final and the minute, um, and donate 10 quid for your entry and all the proceeds, every single penny goes to the Sickle Cell Society. Um, and if you get it correct, then you win a nice shiny trophy. And I'll probably air- engrave something on it. I've threatened Jan that I'll put... Jan as a ball bag on it, <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't think anyone will want a trophy like that so I'll probably get someone's <laughs> name on it and say congratulations or whatever you want to put on it. You know, a fuck with it, or whatever you want. I'll, I'll, I'll put <laughs> yeah, that in. But And um, podcast, Shoot the Defence, um, I've got some great co-hosts, uh, Jan, as I mentioned before, uh, Roderick Giggs, sometimes, we he when he's about and whoever is Available, really. Anyone can jump on the show. I'm not one of these people. It's like, oh, it's got to be only certain people. Give a fuck. It's a podcast. You're having fun with your mates, for fuck's sake. There you go. Well,
0: it. you mean yeah. Giggs, who had these uh, advert band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a
2: band. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I don't know why, but um, apparently some, some relative of his. You know, oh. His- it that's got a bit upset about it. That's so.
0: interesting. I wonder who that could have been.
2: Mm. <laughs> anyone really? Yeah.
0: yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, have to, I have to do some you know research into that yeah, one. <laughs> <conversation>, <laughs> yeah. And where can we find Shoot the Fence stuff?
2: Oh, uh, iTunes, Audio Boom, yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Ah, fucking hell. Um, FNX Network Radio yeah. Football, yeah. and any other weirdo that wants us on their platform.
0: There you, <laughs> there you go. And what is your Twitter at? And what shooting the defence is at?
2: Uh, shoot the fence and mine is at uncle still there you go remember the good uncle not the, the other one do you remember what you had
4: uh, on all social media platforms, it's illPhenomenal25. <laughs> a phenomenal with an F, and if you can't spell it, you can't follow me. There you go. <laughs> there
0: you go. Right. Mine is at Double D. That's D U B U L D D E. And that is on Twitter. That's on Instagram. That is on the SoundCloud, where you can catch all the previous podcasts and all the previous radio shows, also. And the Facebook page for the show is at footy on top for now, but when that lazy wretch Goliath actually sorts it out it will be changed to at D&D Football Factory or Footy Factory because obviously we do the podcast now, so mm. the podcast is not called Footy on Top, we've been asking for three months, but one day it will happen. <laughs> Jabroni, FB Jabroni is not on well, Twitter, if you we tried to start the campaign I, I, I said if <laughs> Liverpool win the league If Liverpool win I, the Champions League will you, will, you, will, you, uh, will you make a Twitter page?
1: No because I said if Liverpool win the league I'll call on. There you oh, go on I'm a man be, of my you'll words You'll
0: be to, um, tight like um, flex with the um, chillies <laughs> with the chillies for the handles right.
5: <laughs> Big Sam to finish up <laughs> uh, My Twitter handle is uh, at Samuel Asamoah um, Yeah that's it basically show your Instagram? Oh, my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. My Instagram you are is. Half a seat, <laughs> man. My Instagram
0: is at Sam the Man Who Can. Thank you very there much. You so that is it for episode nine of the D and D Football Factory Podcast. Hashtag DD Footy Pod. We are out. That was um, the top six. We will be back on the next pod with position seven to twenty in the Premiership and with the European Roundup and obviously the winners from the. Um, the playoffs in the EFL yeah. so thank you very much listeners for tuning in we are out God bless you all. peace, peace.